listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Soon as they like you, make them unlike you. Cause kissing people ass is so unlike you. The only rapper out compared to Michael. So here's a few hating ass niggas to fight you. And here's a few snake ass niggas to bite you. I don't even want to hear what not what niggas might do. Oh, niggas mentally still in high school. Cause sis tight jeans they ain't never like you. Pink ass polos with a fucking backpack. But everybody know you brought real rap back. Nobody has swag, man. We the rap pack. Virgil Pyrex Don C snapback. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast podcast your host rod and karen and uh we're in the house on a saturday for feedback mm-hmm. uh you guys should know all the info but the blackouttips.com also announcing right now if you do want your holiday card from rod and karen mm-hmm. you need to email us the blackouttips at gmail.com your mailing address if that's something you want mm-hmm. uh until we run out we will mail them out yep this first gun first service in your christmas card yeah so a lot of people got them last year and they loved them yeah and uh if you want to mail us a christmas card or you want to mail us a gift or something i know people have done that in the past and we really do appreciate it we do and we enjoy like reading the cards on the air and stuff but uh you can um do that by going to the blackouttips.com slash about the black guy who tips.com slash about in the about section uh it gives you the address uh for our for our business you can just mail mm-hmm. your stuff to the post box office and stuff and we will receive it yeah so if you want to do that that's fine but like i said email us your mailing address if you want to get a card this year uh if not that's cool too you know no 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 rush don't have to do it if you don't want to um and we still have some from last year so we're probably you know pretty stocked up um all right and uh the blackouttips.com is where you can go you can sign up become premium the blackouttips.com slash premium uh you can also do stuff like vote in the polls leave comments we'll read all that stuff today you can leave three minute or less voicemails 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 you can also um email us the blackouttips at gmail.com and five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we read those uh-huh. we appreciate everybody that takes the time out uh to send those in uh because it helps the show out uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme let's talk about the people that gave us some money i dedicate this song to all Ho, 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 ho. Thank you for this money. Uh, Janine, <laughs> I believe is new. Janine R, recurring donation. Thank you very much. Yeah, never heard that name before. Stefan H, recurring donator. Mary H, recurring donator. John B. Oh, yeah, I remember him, man. You had a good R&B album in the 90s, man. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And thank you for donating. Finally giving something back to the culture uh <laughs> new that's the leave is new alexander m recurring donator thank you alexander uh labella body care uh body care who you guys know adrian um she recurring donation hugh g recurring donator i think hugh might be new i don't remember hugh he is oh uh-huh. he or she is yes i heard that name before michael irvin playmaker giving back from those sundays making all that money on the field everything he didn't spend on cocaine uh eric m recurring donator thank you very much eric bronco pride attitude check yes uh latonia b recurring donator thank you very much latonia waste bees by sewer 
uh return donation of course jason f recurring donator portia s feel like that's, that's new. new yeah recurring donator terry w recurring donator damian jackson Ooh, i am for real recurring donator our girl Terilyn two fish writes in uh with this donation the amount of patience it took to get through that medium talk kudos to you rod shout out to karen too because i know she had to help you unwind or should i say <laughs> got to help you you know what i'm saying up top up top buddy you know what i'm saying do some sodomy you know what i'm saying get to be in the sodomite of man oh lord jared uh l uh recurring donator thank you jared gerard i mean gerard uh chet f recurring donator thank you chet calvin n recurring donator nick ray r nick r sorry i almost said the whole name nick r one-time donation thank you very much nick uh-huh. got a one-time donation from uh adrian who uh always writes in for our walking dead uh recap thank you uh, she hit us with the recurring donate i mean with the one-time donation thank you very much we appreciate you oh. jared s j sarge he hit us with the recurring donation tawana j recurring donator man so many people today i get through the whole damn song cedric w recurring donator cedric the entertaining w jared j sarge again wow i guess jay sarge really likes us this week and that's everybody thank you thank you so much everybody play me out kurt <laughs> and the people say oh, oh, oh. you look so much better when you oh, oh, oh. you look so much better when you oh, oh, oh. you look so much better when you oh, oh, oh. you look so much better when you oh, oh, oh. and you look so much better when you and you look so much better when you look in the mirror. And you look so much better when you look so much better when you smile. I almost gave up. I almost gave up. I can't explain. Holy Ghost power. Like a shower. Difficulty. This is what I do. I smile. Even though it hurts me, I smile. I'm done, it's working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile, smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. Show sure a hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Oh, oh, oh. All right, all right. Thank you very much for that selection from the choir. Um, uh, alright, uh, we do have, uh, five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. A lot of them. Woo! I guess everybody had the time off for Thanksgiving. They said, let me spend some time giving back to the Blackout Tips community and we like to thank you. Thank you. But Rod, I sell drugs in the Blackout Tips community. <laughs> uh, <laughs> alright, so, uh, here we go. Um, the first one's from B Touch says, love the show, five stars queen karen's being on my behind and everyone else is behind to send in these five-star reviews and so here we go to show how essential tbgwt has become to my daily routine i don't know how i got through my work days before i found this show until very recently i've been working extremely terrible hours due to my profession and spent much of my workday in an otherwise empty office therefore Ryder karen and many other of the other podcasts and podcasters they've introduced me to like movie trailer reviews and twitter prime have basically filled in as a proxy for co-workers even if they don't know it 
that this show is five days a week is a blessing as it keeps me current on news and gives me plenty to laugh and think about i do need to make sure i express more caution about my choice of headphones however i once got on the elevator uh with the executives while ball alert segment came on and if you know the theme music used for that segment yeah uh i've been a loyal listener since about this time last year and so as soon as i can pull for an increase in my income i'm going to go premium thanks so much for this show you guys and much continued success Woo-hoo! Well, thank yeah, you thank sweetie. you i hope you can uh go premium go premium for christmas everybody like mm-hmm. treat yourself yeah i hope y'all can go premium um because uh you know one in addition to helping out the show and all that stuff uh it's treat dope. yourself man if you yeah. like our podcast you'd be very surprised at the content at the stuff that we do yes, you know there's a lot of a lot of stuff out there for you to listen to hundreds of shows now that mm-hmm. you can literally listen to so it's a lot out there and we know that uh tax time coming you know folks you ready to do that by january and, and stuff like that so yeah treat yourself and um honestly uh i've been like for the premium people i've been trying to go through slowly and create a feed for each um show mm-hmm. so like let's just say you are just like i'm just into the pregame or i'm just into uh balls deep or whatever we're trying to do it so you can just go in there and say i only want this one feed on my phone or whatever and there's different podcast apps you can use and all that stuff so uh, and if you and always if you ever have any questions about anything the blackout tips at gmail.com mm-hmm. i'm here for you guys uh we got a five-star review that's long overdue by k panda hi rod and karen i've been listening to you two for uh to the two of you for nearly four years now i heard about the black Test through blacking it up now known as twib radio yeah you are old school yeah, that's wild a long time your hilarious episodes have helped me make it through some of the toughest moments in my life they've kept me going when i was a freelance interior designer fresh out of undergrad and they still keep me going during my final year of graduate school at unc charlotte oh snap go ahead go um what is y'all 49ers uh your integrity and passion for one another and for podcasting shows through your work and the success of the blackout test reflects it you both are a huge inspiration for myself and so many others you have a listener for life thanks and take care thank you five star podcast that i wish i could give 10 stars this is from dj2198 says uh i have been listening to this podcast for over a year now and i'm embarrassed that it took me so this long to write a review not only is this the funniest podcast out there but it's also one of the smartest rod and karen work tirelessly to bring great content weekly at all of your favorite price uh, prices free (laughs) (laughs) you will not be sorry you listen to them only sorry that it took you so long to find them oh sweet and uh better late than never i say yeah when you find us you find us right on time as far as i'm concerned yeah uh the light the little this little light of mine by bradford and sons rod and karen i want to thank you for the work you do this podcast has become a staple in my daily mental health diet like so many others i have had some life issues and taking time to be a part of the blackout test family five times a week has been a key factor in keep giving me a reason to smile most days please don't stop we all need you the show is simply fantastic thank you thank you thanks bradford and sons krs2 <laughs> says podcast perfection five stars i've been listening to this podcast for about seven months now lured by the amazing title of this podcast as a black woman who tips i uh knew this was the place for me this podcast is the perfect balance of topical news stories comedy ratchet pop culture commentary and sports talk that i can use to front with my coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> i love this podcast so much because karen and rye are all about equality and understanding gay news is such a great segment because it shines light on the injustices around the country but also shuts down the ignorance of homophobes one thing i do want to tell you guys is that there are no federal job protections or such or um housing protection for lgbt individuals Hmm. so unless your employer has included those things into their policy any person can be fired for being gay or trans just because wow yeah man i like i wasn't sure if that was still applicable or not did not know that was still going on right that's why it was big when they voted that shit down before and turned around and got mad at beyonce like that was huge because it gave these people protection right so when people are discriminated against so often there is no one to sue there's no recourse because this discrimination is perfect perfectly legal thanks so much for your commitment to produce such a strong show thanks so much for your hard work that goes so uh that goes into this thanks so much for creating a podcast that makes me feel like i'm sitting at the table laughing and joking and ranting with my cousins you two are the best here's five stars i'm gonna lump i'm gonna jump on my girls itunes and post five more stars next week p.s i realize i switched from third to second person pronouns in the review but i had a little something to tell the people and then a little something to tell the two of you oh well thank thank you. you uh krs too uh we also got renee k i don't know if she wants a full gov out there but she says if you like joy then listen to the black Owl tales five stars i've been listening to this show for three years now and finally getting around to reviewing thank you so much for the needed push karen you're welcome i worked with dexter many summers ago on some voiceovers and almost met got to meet the two of you oh really but somehow missed you after that trip i started listening i could kick myself now for missing you guys because you all brightened my life just realized this became more like an email than a review look we don't care we just want the five stars okay um we appreciate it though Mm -hmm. so all you non-listeners get on the blackout tips train they are taking off and hitting topics in a manner unlike anyone else out there they give a fresh perspective and don't shy away from anything plus they have a way of making even the worst stories funny always refreshing always funny and always uplifting oh thank thank you you. and shout out to dexter yeah man dexter has been yeah i like he's definitely our 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 oldest uh like um sponsor you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like he's been sponsoring us back when he was just like i believe you guys got something you know um yeah he found (laughs) us right so uh that that's that's super dope man and uh yeah man i maybe he'll call you back if you're still working maybe we can do something Mm -hmm. um this is from hdj dhdbdi five stars says keep it up great shows every week five stars thank you sure tweet told you y'all they ain't gotta be long uh one of my favorite podcasts from aut jd art jd karen has been making me feel guilty for weeks <laughs> rye helped me realize i was a i'm a freeloader and a jerk i guess it's time to write a review <laughs> this podcast is informative entertaining and the hosts have beautiful energy y'all got the glow awesome when you got that glow you feel it <laughs> somebody must know the uh the last dragon out there mm-hmm. i am the last dragon mm-hmm. you got the glow you need to show you get the glow That's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that movie mm-hmm. catches bullets with his teeth catches bullets with his teeth nigga, nigga please. please oh i love that movie <laughs> you designate the time 
and designate the place and now designate his ass for dismemberment yes i could watch that movie anytime i love that movie that's my that's my movie y'all if you're not if you ain't watched the last dragon what's get on it what's yes, wrong get with on you? it it's a classic it's mm-hmm. so much fun it's it's corny and fun but i don't care mm-hmm i intend to go premium as soon as my bank account allows rod and karen i greatly appreciate uh-huh. your work thank you you welcome and tell your bank account that it better act right mm-hmm uh and pioneers of the in the podcast game by one rule five two nine that says absolutely my favorite podcast equal parts entertaining insightful relatable and real a staple of my work day as an added bonus rider karen through their guests have introduced me to other shows that i have become a regular listener of shout out to my favorite comedian slash activist lol <laughs> <laughs> oh shit we just went over a thousand ratings Woo-hoo! are you serious yeah this Yay! is our, that was we got a thousand and one ratings now that's not the same as reviews we have 824 reviews yes but we got over a thousand ratings officially that's dope yes. man yes thank you everybody out there that in itunes that's a lot yeah so we want to tell everybody thank you and for those of you that uh, came on in i thank you and for the other yous out there you know who you are i'm still looking at you i'm still staring you down i'm still gonna harass you thanksgiving done passed we know christmas is coming mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what we want for christmas five star reviews five star reviews hook us up um uh, and then also stitcher we got some five star reviews mm-hmm. uh so tasha b says five stars critical thinking with a comedic twist just like the title of this podcast where i provide a critical analysis of current events and racial themes with a style that will keep you chuckling throughout the podcast this husband and wife team have great chemistry and play off of one one another seamlessly if you seek a perspective you have not considered consider the blackout tips you may not agree with every viewpoint but you have to appreciate their very reasonable conclusions due to their well thought out approach you will also fall in love with karen's infectious laugh and other what i call them karenisms (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that add just the right touch of flavor to their team they not only provide high quality but also uh high quantity but also high quality content give them a try you will be entertained not knowing that you will be educated as well oh shit uh car and thank you tasha car mm-hmm. fan man five stars says funny and interesting takes on current events started listening to the show about three months ago while laid up with a leg injury heard bomani jones mentioned the show Ryder karen are hilarious thank you shout out to bo man yeah shout out to bo. holding it down man um we and him had a com- good conversation about r kelly on twitter the other day and uh it didn't end with, with anybody uh get, being mad at each other or anything it was amazing uh <laughs> showing the world it can be done one one argument at a time on twitter guys me and chris same thing by the way chris will be on um the nerd off tomorrow at three so if you're a premium mm-hmm. 3 p.m sunday we'll be having the nerd off and i know chris and sterling will be there for sure and i haven't asked anybody else because i feel like me karen chris and sterling is pretty full but uh, i might see if i can ask uh one more person we'll see okay uh five stars best i stumbled upon from sil silvix 619 615 i actually found this podcast by complete accident Oh, I was listening to ESPN, his and her podcast while listening. I was wondering if there were other podcasts that had two black people on together. I added the black guy who tips. 
i enjoyed the banner between rod and karen i love the segments especially guest the race and ball alert i wish i could spare the cash to get premium stuff wish i could uh to uh give you two more stars since rod and karen are both carolina panthers fans welcome to the right side rod you know what it's glad to be on the right side of things. also loving the facebook group oh i am too yeah loving the facebook group mm. too how many uh stitcher reviews we got does it tell you like it does on itunes mm, we have 201 reviews so we just went over 200. 200 that was the 201st review that we've had on stitcher yes thank you guys and uh yeah that facebook group like the, the <laughs> truth of death thread mm-hmm. uh, I, I ain't gonna say they government but somebody's in there twerking and seeing the video shut everything down yeah say what yeah. the hell of y'all i don't even know what they up to anymore it's just morphed Mm-mm. into just this thirst i don't know what's going on in there mm-hmm. and i like the booty shaking i'm not even gonna lie to yeah you. yeah i, I was like here, i was here for it right um all right so we got comments on the episodes um by the way facebook group got so big i saw somebody the other day be like what's tbgwt i was like what <laughs> how'd you even get in here right who are you <laughs> whose friend are you <laughs> right anyway um the um <laughs> the episodes we had uh for last last week let's go ahead and uh look at the comments actually let me start with the um premium shows because we got comments on those uh pregame the pregame is when me and justin um and whoever our guest is for sometimes it's karen sometimes it's last time it was b cole we just kind of kick it before we record balls deep sometimes it can go 30 minutes sometimes an hour sometimes more uh well on this one uh we kicked it for a long time we talked about uh the terror attack in paris was like actually happening while we recorded okay love and hip-hop uh i played the ben carson remixes <laughs> for, for justin, justin and yeah. uh we talked about the best places to meet a woman uh and that was from ballalert.com that we got that column <laughs> and justin gave his advice on it um so aj the engineer writes saying what's up y'all that ball alert list was pretty dumb but it was funny to hear jay trill's responses i'm not sure what's up with at proudly lauren and why she has to find all these odd spots to meet men because i peeped her twitter and she looks pretty nice yeah she's a very pretty lady mm-hmm, very pretty she did have one good point though that bookstore oh yeah i agree with that one i went to barnes and noble a couple weeks ago to buy a star wars comic thanks for the suggestion when i noticed that there was some pretty women's walking around i forgot that bookstores have coffee shops so there are a few ladies sipping on lattes while reading mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you Is know it? what's in them lattes semen <laughs> semen lattes yeah especially the really really nice ones yeah people actually some people actually treat like the library like they literally mm-hmm. don't purchase anything they just sit around and read ellen james white loves the semen lattes and to read the, the jew owned media books mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right he's a sodomite uh hey <laughs> sodomite uh as i walked past the coffee shop i saw a few ladies looking at me there weren't that many men in the store and only a couple of us black men like really only one or two yeah that's the thing because when i was in there it was a little weird though because i was like it's like can i help you i was like yeah i can't find my book and i was like what are you looking for i was like how to be black I'm like i don't don't know now you probably think i don't know how to be black <laughs> questioning my blackness yeah, i'm like is, can you look up baritone day thurston 
um here's the key if you're observant you can catch what section the lady is in start your conversation from a high level so dudes who don't read could maybe start try to start a conversation having said all that my girl was with me so i wasn't trying to ask anybody who their favorite author was but if i was single i could see myself trying out the bookstore as a place to meet people like you said in the episode we need some more research to be done from the single guys i'm i'm loving the pregame episodes one of my favorite additions to the black guy who tells media empire yeah mm-hmm. we were recording those forever without putting them on and then people would be like oh my god this sometimes before y'all even do the balls deep show it's just the stuff y'all say in the chat is funny i was like oh yeah i guess we could give that to people yeah and people actually love it because there's some people that don't actually get to see the show live right and a lot of times we're just kicking the shit and then then we do the balls deep which can sometimes be long too mm-hmm. uh medium talk 32 love hate relationship this is when i talked to um i don't know the jackson five troll dude um <laughs> i played the the preview clip for you guys the other day um mm-hmm. so you could hear kind of what it sounded like uh you know obviously that conversation was uh that conversation was a lot so you listened to it yes oh, okay because uh, the thing about it was that y'all and uh me and roger just sitting here chilling and i was sudden because uh, he was in front of the computer Mm-hmm. So when it popped up, I didn't pay it no attention. And uh all of a sudden, I'm sitting here watching Supergirl enjoy myself, and the screen get paused because Roger is kind of behind me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why you stop? Look like, why the hell you stop, Supergirl? Then yeah. I hear him pick up and start talking. I said, oh, is that nigga? Because I only heard one 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 part of the conversation. I only heard Roger's response. I didn't hear the whole conversation until i went back and listened later on yeah if you want to uh hear what it sounds like uh, i'll play a, i'll play the preview trailer for you guys again or at least some of it so you can remember oh wait no that's not it what did i do with the trailer for this i was just like hold up that's not the trailer um i can't remember what i did with the promo guys no uh hold on what did i do with that did i have it oh here we go hello ron yeah who is this this is james are you going by a different name this time bro that's it that's it so you're trying to pick up my my phone are you deist are you atheist you've never made it known i've said it before on the show i'm atheist you are not an atheist yes i am one of y'all fools rode up here saying some dumb shit in the name of god again and i said uh right now i'm atheist from that moment on and i You're have been anti-religion but not anti-god oh I, there is no god i'm atheist you don't, well, your you don't wife, i know your wife listened to shirley chisholm but we both know what the fuck happened dog you left the voicemail that shit is not true and you know it but you can't help it because you got some kind of weird ass obsession with me and I don't know what's wrong with you, brother, but you need to get over it. I don't have a weird obsession with you. I just believe yes, you, you need do, to tell nigga. the truth. Yes, you do. You call here. I don't call you. I don't exactly, know you. Exactly, because I listen to your podcast and I support your podcast, That's, but you need no, to you tell the whole truth. You don't support shit, dude. What kind of support is this? There are some things that I say that are completely disagreeable. But at the end of the day, you can't run from who you are. You can get that. You can try to get that Jew liberal money. I want you to know that I support you. No, you and don't. I, I don't no. agree with you politically. No. No. Rodimus Prime, 
There's certain Only things I don't agree with you politically because I feel I feel the whites and the Jews have corrupted your mind. Oh, you got a well, you must have a weapon of mass destruction then. You be sitting at home assuming, brother. You don't know. Well, all I'm saying is protect yourself. Listen, your mind is a weapon. My mind is a weapon. And the words are the bullets. You gotta fill it up with information, brother. Don't talk to me. Don't talk like I'm some. 125th Street nigga. Do you really hate me? Hate? Did I say I hate you? Did I say you, I hate you? Do you hate me? I, why do you have to make up words, man? Do you hate me? I'm asking the question. Do you hate me? I didn't say that. Because no, I, I have love for you, brother. I don't need that kind of love, brother. I don't need your love in my life. You need that You need that homosexual love. Oh, so now I got to be gay. So you go to the gay insults. Okay. that's If you think that's an insult, fine. You just said you saw a lot of people. I said I, I've committed sodomy before. That's what I said. Okay, well, here, here's the thing. Perception of reality. So when people think of sodomy, what do they think of? Depends on the person, obviously. Okay. Definition of sodomite, sodomy, homosexuality. Uh, if you're now, in the, the Bible, definition of sodomy <laughs> is oral sex and anal sex. But the that's cultural the definition of sodomy, the that's cultural the definition of sodomy hey. is homosexual hey. anal penetration. Hey, hey, that the one I do is the oil and the anal with the woman. You know what I'm saying, dog? You know what I'm saying? Come on, you know what I'm talking about, buddy. Up top, abomination too. You are abomination too. You out here letting them suck your dick, and then you going around talking about sodomy like it's bad. Enjoying the fruits of it. Not no more. I have done it in the past. Fine. Would suck your ashy ass dick now? Of course not now, but in the past you have tricked one or two, and I'm saying that makes you a sodomite. And the apostle Paul used to kill Christians until he realized his sin. That's why I call him Paul Wall. To me, you see what I'm saying? Because he was out there in them streets too. Well, you know what? Can I be honest with you? I'm sorry. Apology accepted, man. No, I. I, You know what? Can I be honest? I really did not know that that I was. But you know what? At the end of the day, man. Look, if I'm fucking with your mental health, then I, I, I truly do apologize, man. I tend to I believe you can't. I tend to believe that you're smart enough of a dude to not put too much credence into somebody who randomly calls you. But no, I'm, 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 an artist, I'm, an, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit, just like every other artist. This is my art. And if somebody called me every week to tell me how I ain't shit, then I'm going to fucking take it personal. You feel like I call you and tell you ain't shit? Every week, dog. So that's just a trailer. But there's about another 55 minutes of conversation there. Yeah, well, if that's what you want to call that. Yeah, I, I don't think that was a conversation. That was that was kind of a I don't I don't know what to call it. Uh, it, it was a match. And uh, 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 shout out to him because he interrupted Supergirl. I was able to cook dinner. Yeah, that's how long we talked, quote unquote. Yeah, I cooked dinner, y'all. I was like, oh, he was like, oh, so, okay, you ready to eat now? Yeah. So, um. But here's a commentary from people who've heard it already. Uh, Seashell says, well done, Rod. I think old boy just don't know how to get positive attention. He likely needs some real thinking friends and you're his virtual sounding board. He probably used to throw rocks at girls he liked. He, that said, <laughs> that said, the anti-Semitism is so bizarre. I really thought that was some nation of Islam mess, but perhaps I don't run in the right circles. I pray for that, brother. You should expect a long explanatory voicemail from him in time. He won't be able to stay away and will miss you too much. Yeah, I have 
yeah i have my doubts that he's actually gonna be a man of his word and not bother us anymore I hope he does. but um yeah man i i don't have this effect on certain guys and yeah. i don't know why yeah yeah we, we yeah we talked about this i and, and the thing is for me i do not know it's something about you and about your presence i'm just gonna keep it real if people are it's particularly men if they're insecure they don't function well around you for some reason you bring out something in them i do not know if it's because you're that secure in yourself and a lot of times they don't know how to act they don't have know how to respond around you a lot of them uh seek your approval uh a lot of them um and i think because they seek your approval they seek your attention and it's very weird and it's very strange relationship that uh some of these dudes have with you um and i'm I'm just baffled because i'm like the, the relationship is so weird it's like are, are you obsessed with him do you want to have sex with him i don't i don't i do not comprehend your infatuation um well it's weird too because a lot of them it seems like they start off trying to be like down like my friend or something right and they become way too familiar really fast and eventually end up crossing some boundaries and lines and then it's like whenever they decide they decide at some point like if i can't be your best friend i'm gonna be your worst enemy enemy. and you know like there's a guy on twitter right now who's been trolling me um for over a month now like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. and and for the show he's been trolling for a couple years like that like is to you know it's and twitter makes it very easy to just block and ignore this kind of shit i don't Mm -hmm. i don't care but it's very it's just very odd that something's missing in that person's life to that point like you know like they and they haven't gone to get psychological care they mm-hmm. haven't looked at themselves to see what's wrong with them they haven't asked themselves why am i so important to them that they need me to acknowledge they exist like it's just very weird like saying this right now is gonna probably lead to one of these motherfuckers popping back up in my mentions that's how crazy these people are and um yeah it's just it's it's such an odd thing i i do not know what it is that makes them so obsessed with me Mm-mm. you know what i mean there's millions of people out there there's people are more popular than me there's mm-hmm. people with more money than me there's people with you know all kinds of shit but then they'll just some people just pick me and i'm just like why why me um lauren in pittsburgh says this man seriously needs to clean the pamphlets out of his ears so he can hear your actual words yeah he kept talking over me and shit and the way it records is uh if he's talking and i'm talking uh i have it set up so that it'll mostly record what the guest is saying you know we try to do mm-hmm. that on purpose but um yeah in a, in a situation like that it's just you know he's not even listening he's just mm-hmm. trying to get his rant out and it's just a weird rant you ain't got the answer says i woke up this morning and found a blessing your ability to stay focused while someone is distracting you with nonsense is amazing you need to teach media training not once did you step out of character nor fall into his madness you found ways to input tons of hilarious jokes that is truly amazing right well thank you um yeah because i mean see the thing is i don't get distracted by much by shit that's not true and most of the things that people find insulting to me it's not an insult especially if it's not true like there's no basis on reality like your wife probably fucks you in the ass every night okay so are you gonna answer the question that i asked or just gonna say stupid shit because i guess i'm supposed to be insulted by that but i don't give a fuck and if if that was happening that's i wouldn't give a fuck what your opinion about it was and if it's not happening then that's a fucking stupid insult because i don't what's the point 
like you oh, I'm, I'm supposed to feel like i'm less of a man you're obsessed with me not the other way around right no i don't know what about that people don't understand yeah like uh calling me gay uh, talking bad about jews and, and and like how is this a thing that would make me fly off the handle like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, it calling me a house nigga call me like a hybrid house nigga at some point and then within you know within minutes of saying stuff like that he'd be telling me how much he still he loved me and supported me like who would do that um i think he was really excited about hearing your voice and being able to talk to you which is not only psychologically disturbing but awkward as hell he was so happy you picked up yikes i mean god damn i didn't know where he stood on anything one second he loved you and the next you a homosexual sodomizing jew lover lord this show is gold simply gold but we all know that he'll be back can't get enough of daddy yep you like how daddy do it t hiller says of course he believes in god rod the god his lord and savior <laughs> <laughs> just from the way he was looking for absolution with all that do you hate me stuff lets me know he thinks there's hope that one day you'll return his love yeah it was weird too because i never said i hated him a, a bunch of times he said i that i was saying he attacked me i never said to use the words attack like Mm-mm you know and and you know and then and then what's so funny is he said it was surprising for him when i said yo man this shit like affects my mental health and it's not good and it can't be good for yours Mm-mm. to be doing this and then he was like wow it affects your mental health I'm like of course nigga right. like why, anytime you harass somebody like i know people a lot of people feel like that's a sign of weakness to admit something like that but i'm mm-hmm. i'm not above admitting like yes the when i'm harassed online it bothers me i don't like to be harassed online right I, when people harass at work it bothers them that's why they yeah. have harassment lawsuits like it's for a reason because people don't like it and it's also one of those things why i have empathy and sympathy for celebrities and i just don't dismiss their humanity because i just assume that they're supposed to take any type of bullshit that's thrown their way just because yeah a lot of people think oh you guys always take the celebrity side in a lot of these things which one isn't really true mm, but it's not but in certain situations i do feel more empathetic and sympathetic to the um to people that are being attacked because of some um some level of prestige that is perceived like like you know i saw someone today um kanye and kim had their baby uh it's a little boy congratulations the baby was in breach you know and then i saw some lady today says uh kim wanted to be pregnant again so badly and spent the entire pregnancy complaining and you know uh cj said she wanted the baby not the pregnancy and i can relate 100 percent. you know because it's like pregnancy can be difficult and you don't know how difficult each pregnancy is going to be until until it's happening every child is different right then this baby's in breach right which so is something you that got, you can't control right you got to have a, a breach baby or you have a, a special type of birth sometimes you have to have an operation section yeah all kinds of stuff right mm-hmm. Th- those are those are real life harrowing things they that happen. can they happen to any woman yeah and they and they can affect you or whatever and now it's like um you can't just be a mom but you gotta be a perfect mom and do it without complaint if you're a celebrity right it's like I, it's just I, it's just such a weird thing and i say all that to, to relate it back to this it's weird the pedestals people put you on when and then and then expect you to live up to some like 
status that is impossible for any human being to live up mm-hmm. to and then kick you when you don't and i and and they take everything as a sign of weakness and sometimes that's how it feels and all we do is podcast we're not this isn't you know fucking um we're not howard stern we're not um no one's we're not making millions of dollars there's no there's not a rose outside there's not this isn't a a mansion we're doing this from and you still got people who are like i'm obsessed with this person i'm gonna fucking break this person down weird um we also had sport movie reviews specter uh which turns out you know anytime i jl covan and me um reviewed specter on uh sport movie reviews uh and you know turns out anytime i have jl on we end up talking about a bunch of stuff <laughs> so this is a fun review because we didn't just talk about specter the film uh we actually talked about uh you know the james bonds films mm-hmm. for daniel craig where we rank them right, we it, talked it about fun. oh you listen to this too mm-hmm. all right london is falling talked about impossible white man movies all kinds of stuff and we made tons of jokes because uh we both didn't really like this movie that much yeah i love, I love with uh jl on and just like everybody else in the premium land i'm not on every show so i don't i, I like when i when it pops up in my feed i have to listen to it just like y'all uh, amani says a film where they shut down the spy program and merge it with another intelligence organization and it's led by an asshole who doesn't respect the main character and tries to capture him as he's shutting down a secret organization that no one else believes exists i already saw that movie this summer and i liked it far better when it was mission impossible me too even the main bond girl was from the main hitch woman uh from ghost protocol and at least they got they let tom cruise have his gadgets and fun instead of an art house backstory that goes nowhere uh it's funny jl covan brought up dr evil because he was literally a parody of the original blowfield uh who blowfield was the main villain in this he's barely in the film from the 60s bonds films bond films which were notoriously cheesy and instead of realizing how cliche it was and remaking and remaking him they just hung their hat on how cool it would be to see him again the way that lindelof tried to hide benedict cumberbatch being con that reveal didn't work either time but luckily in star trek they had jj abrams to make it good Mm -hmm. uh yeah i think for like fans it worked but yeah you're right i kind of knew what it was from jump that that was gonna be con the only people who would care uh are longtime bond fans and we all knew he was who he was before the movie started nobody cared about that pointless adoption story and they could have just cut the whole half hour uh out of the movie yeah it was so much i was so much more invested in batista's character even though he didn't talk for the whole damn movie than trying to shoehorn christopher waltz who did nothing but great job reviewing it had more fun listening to you and jl than watching the movie shit <laughs> and you know what i think the last james bond because i y'all i've seen every james bond's movie but this one mm. that last james bond was so fucking boring i don't give a shit about the background i don't give a shit about the tear jerk i want his gadgets i want him to blow shit up i want him to be cool i want him to fuck bitches that's what i wanted i got none of that last movie i was angry so when this one came out i was like oh if it's gonna be that same bullshit last time i am out Mm-hmm. but uh yeah it was um not a good movie but uh you guys can check it out it's pretty uh it was pretty fun i think you guys enjoyed that review mm-hmm. sound like y'all have fun yeah it was definitely a lot of jokes man jl cracks me up so um did you have a happy thanksgiving was the poll for episode 1082 sponsored by big gay jew um <laughs> the poll was yes or no uh 
89 percent of you guys had a happy thanksgiving and 11 percent didn't oh our extended family had a fifth annual thanksgiving potluck says das the food was excellent i brought myself a dish i called it cajun cowboy barbecue baked beans with pork taiso alligator sausage ground beef and adwell sauce sausage i never know how to pronounce that i do yeah it's a spicy sausage that alligator sausage sound i know how it tastes i know what it looked like don't know how to pronounce that word oh me either don't feel bad yeah i'm gonna google how to how to say this shit i just know it's always in gumbo yeah i uh yeah actually let's maybe some other people out there don't know so how how to pronounce i feel like google has this somewhere where you can just be like how to pronounce this word Mm -hmm. this is pronouncing names names the following pronunciation is brought to you by pronouncenames.com it's a name too undoey undoey okay so undoey okay all right undoey all right so um yeah undoey sausage bush baked beans and assortment of peppers that you know i just thought someone should create a how to pronounce uh youtube but then it's always wrong but people won't know <laughs> right you know what i mean that that that'd be evil but it'd be cool kind of funny too yeah you piqued my interest with the alligator sausage on the rib but go ahead there was a huge pot of it but at the end of the day that wasn't enough for me to take back for leftovers they fucking scrape scrape the bottom of that bitch <laughs> they did. karen did you get your banana pudding uh holder back i did all right i had a huge swell of pride and a bit of disappointment i'll make another for christmas and there was only one conversation on current issues that made me disappointed with the family so that's an improvement y'all stay up yeah i think we all had you know only one you're doing good yeah you have enough family around you're gonna have some having right i'm about to say something inappropriate with everybody look at each other especially older uh family members that are like kind of out of the loop and they don't know what language to use Mm -hmm. and not to use and everybody be looking around each other like oh lord here we go right yeah i know when nick jew was down our house uh my aunt hit that tony homo yeah she did your your mama asked your mama say mama say she ain't defending her did she i said no she i said she ain't defending her that because they was like well we know her co-host gay so we wanted to be sure she wouldn't either she said i don't care she said but i ain't want her coming up here making her uncomfortable i said no i said we almost fucked with it and told her she was just to see how she would respond mm-hmm. and then um what was the other thing um it was um something else something else she said oh then they had this thing with some little people and they said the cowboys keep coming up short yeah and uh yo uh 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 what was it uh one of your uncles was talking and he just said midget about something and everybody looked at each other like oh yeah it's like i hate midgets or something yes i was like and they said and like they they said it like one time and i was like okay then like three four more times then nick (laughs) dude was just like yes yeah, little, little people, people right and i was the whole time i was like oh he know like i like he just she, don't care yeah i was like well i guess she gotta find out he don't care because he knew and he was like i know i just i was like here we go <laughs> but uh but yeah i feel like a lot of people probably had those stories uh from um 
from from y'all's uh what do you call it um thanksgiving yeah because it's funny though as as people grow older and they expand and they're enlightened and they listen to uh podcasts and stuff and you find out oh so saying this is not appropriate and saying that is not appropriate and you just be kind of educate yourself and you be like oh I, it's, and sometimes you go i want to educate you but you go now's not the setting because then we're gonna have a five-hour argument about it so everybody just eat their dinner and i see you next year yep um and uh also tomorrow's my mom's birthday speaking of family yes so, it is happy, uh, happy birthday, birthday. Mom. um if uh you listen to this one uh and uh the next episode was 1083 the crack experience uh, <laughs> um, uh, we had Mel and CJ on for the Good and Terrible Show podcast to discuss Thanksgiving, Charlie Sheen, Barbara Schmurter. Oh, I had so much fun with them, man. I laughed so hard and so long. Like, I, when we got off, I was just about out of breath. Uh, that just, they cracked me up, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and the poll was easy, no comments, but would you eat bread made of vaginal yeast? No way, gross. Or, yeah it's still just bread 3.5 percent of y'all would eat that shit 96 percent of y'all are saying i i don't know what the fuck's wrong with the rest of y'all what mm-hmm. you're gonna eat vagina bread vagina yeast bread mm-hmm. <sighs> you guys i don't even know if it's the same chemical makeup y'all adventurous man i'm mm-hmm. sorry you better buy that little small yellow package that you used in high school when you did your science fair project to make the volcano explode and call it a day mm-hmm. um the, the episode 1084 grocery respectability uh we talked about a bunch of stuff we got some comments capadonna says that guess the race about the killer priest broke my heart because my wife was has plenty of ratchet nigerians from maryland and her family i think that negro was my at my wedding oh maybe capadonna sugar babe oh, a guest can oh, sugar babe says that guyanese teacher brought back many unpleasant memories yeah that's the one i was looking at uh seven and eighth graders titties mm-hmm. my boobs came on suddenly in my mind and they came out swinging i was stick thin with big boobs as a, as a teenager i got so many uncomfortable stares snarky and creepy comments from adults who should have known better i did everything i could to hide them because at that age you usually don't want to have anything that makes you stand out more right he should have been fired he was absolutely shaming these young ladies for things they had no control over then blaming them for the dressing the way he does he's a pervert and tried hiding that behind saying the girl should have dressed differently ugh slimy yep right because the thing about it is that we growing up as a girl you can't control titties like honestly uh for uh for me uh i started getting like uh, for for people that don't know when a little girl start developing titties they don't actually come out as like full-fledged titties they just come out like little bumps like little bumps and i started forming mine like at six and seven so you know you talk about teenager you kind of at that age where you're awkward your cycle is coming around you 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 you're trying to get comfortable in your own skin and you got some fucking body creeping over you mm-hmm but uh it is um and the thing is also he's trying to like it's just he's shaming them he's making them awkward and he's also kind of flirting with them in a way like 
sexualizing them and they mm-hmm. are at a young vulnerable age and they're not going to be comfortable with their bodies Mm-mm. and they are getting creepy attention from everybody and everybody all kinds of people some like they can't hide and this go for some young ladies this goes into adulthood that's why you have some women who actually try to press their titties down and crush them and shit you're yeah. like dog you can't you can't crush them double d's but they try to because they don't want the attention and slump and don't walk right which gives them back problems and neck problems and shit like that because they just don't want that attention yeah, it's just scary that he's allowed to keep teaching. Right. Trevor H. says, as a fellow point of sword, this James Dean thing is crazy. Apart from the accusations from multiple women now, the sad thing is other women in the industry defending dude. What? I guess there always is people defending somebody if they're right, right. They're like, hey, you make, you make me money, so no. Lisa Ann said, I can't understand why I gotta have sex 25 times a month on set with rape anybody ever i don't know how as a woman you could say that i expect the logic that logic from ignorant men like karen said on the show believe the women besides the whole misconception of rape is committed by a stranger jumping out of a bush there's also the only people in need of sex commit rape yeah that's the thing it like to me that's a it's a deeper thing than that but i'll, I'll go into mm-hmm. it later but is that but there's a whole power dynamic before, behind it i mean darren sharper good looking dude played in the nfl pretty sure he had no trouble having consensual sex do you mm-hmm. think he's done out here um i don't know how as a woman you'd want to work with him but then again there's some defending him okay the thing i would say is part of this also stems back to the fact that women have always been viewed as property and mm-hmm. the thing is, if you have money or you're attractive enough or you have enough social capital, why would you rape somebody? Because you shouldn't, quote unquote, have to rape somebody, which is basically to say, why would you steal when you can afford something? Because that's what it really is saying. We're not actually like because we don't say this about other types of rape right Mm -mm. so we don't say like if a man is raped by another man we don't say well why would he rape a man well he could just go out and fuck any dude like we don't say shit like that it only comes up when it's women as the victims that we start pulling the well why would they when they could get a woman that you know would be willing well you won't be able to relate to it why would r kelly want to fuck 15 year olds when he didn't have to but we know he did why would um you know why why was uh john wayne gacy killing motherfuckers and 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 raping kids and shit like i can't relate to that mentality because i don't share it and i don't even understand it i don't even have the impetus for it some people think they can understand it i think because they're like oh my sex drive but it's not sex really it's a compulsion there's you know people that have sexually assaulted people as power and dominance and control that's what it's about and yeah like not even about the victim a lot of times yeah there's been there's been people that were like serial killer rapist people that were gay and shit or had issues with their sexuality and took it out on women like Mm -hmm. there's so many things that can go wrong with a person's mind that when you just try to put it in the same motivations that you have you will be bound to not understand right and a lot of times because the world is so fucked up instead of uh uh uh, you can't comprehend crazy and that's something people don't understand because you can't comprehend crazy you try to dismiss crazy you try to come with theories with crazy you try to put crazy in a box but the thing about crazy crazy don't fit the standard and so it will never make sense to you but to make it make sense you try to dismiss shit because in your mind it has to make sense somewhere well no 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 it just don't make fucking sense yeah you try to rationalize it but it's just not in your purview and then you know people that watch like i think he's done 
because now it's at like eight women i'm sure we'll talk about it tomorrow oh, um, wow but i tried like i uh had one of his scenes already like downloaded or whatever i didn't i didn't know he was in there. i just clicked it because of the woman you know let's be real i don't um i don't really watch for the dudes uh mm-hmm. <laughs> uh no offense though i'm not saying you shouldn't uh because i i mean i do watch for like certain studios and shit and i do think certain people make better films than others yes they do so that in that kind of way i'd be like i watch for the dudes but i never really liked james dean's uh sex style i thought it was kind of whack it was always like on some trying to dominate and prove type shit and then he's also one of those dudes that um just like um i think his name is manuel ferreira if i tank that somebody go look it up i don't know but just like that dude well they do a whole lot of like what i call rabbit fucking where it's like oh that yeah that that was it's like are we having sex a fucking workout plan it's like yeah, five pumps here three pumps here flip you over you're like oh my gosh this is not and in fact it takes me out of the scene because it's like this does not look like it is fun for her it doesn't look enjoyable look like you're just taking your dick and ramming it into a hole right and so i don't get into that no. and he his and james dean thing is like i'm gonna dominate these women and shit and for some reason he got into this feminist circle and it seems that from what i can get what i can gather i just asked kind of twitter and did a little bit of googling i think through tumblr he like somehow got initiate into this feminist circle and it's like oh he's a porn star but he's all about consent and then like a blogger started picking up or like she has a website a feminist website and she would call him and interview him and ask him relationship questions he would answer them over the phone and then she would type it out and say hey this is his column and then put links to his uh website in the and films in the um in the column in the column Mm -hmm. and it sounds like that was enough for people to be like he's the feminist porn star and you know like we've talked with uh sarah J through medium talk i've had discussions with her where we talked about bell knox who does anybody know what bell knox is doing right now no Mm -hmm. okay um we talked about bell knox and how it was really her public relations that got her mainstream appeal like it wasn't just how she looked and all that there was a ton of girls who looked like her act like her had the same college dropout type story but somehow her story got her on national tv and it was that type of appeal that that really worked they got her writing for i think it was the time magazine or something online and you realize that a lot of this is public relations and just hitting the right thing and james dean just looks like the right kind of white dude and he was saying the right kind of shit and the right white women liked him so he became bigger than that you know i think he was in an actual movie not not a porn movie but like a movie movie he's trying to get into some serious acting and i'm i'm willing to say i mean i'm i'm betting that he's probably done because if i can't one thing you can't do is watch porn where you really do think this guy's a rapist right like i said i had selling me sex (laughs) right like i already don't really fuck with him anyway but then i was playing a scene and i was like is that james dean no i can't watch this and that's all it takes right just, and your sales go down yeah no one gets like now nah, i'm sure there are some so don't write but you know what i mean like obviously there's i'm generalizing but most people don't get hard when they think this guy's a rapist come on now you know what i mean like i want like, consensual sex yeah even in the um even in the idea of like okay i'm gonna watch some role playing which i love watching role playing videos yeah. i have no problem with that i don't mm-hmm. Man, I'll watch a Japanese woman on the subway. 
<laughs> real, real quick i don't give a fuck like i know it's all pretend so you know it's cool but if i really was like yo i think these dudes are some rapists in they in they free time like off the clock no I'm, I'm good i don't i can't watch that it's just mentally fucking weird you know and especially with the kind of shit he does where he's dominating these women mm-hmm. and calling them names and choking them and shit it's like yeah i've never been into that necessarily of, anyway right but then to compound it with and he also has kind of been accused of sexually assaulting several women yeah i'm good man i'm good no thanks yeah and, and, and even if you are into that rough sex it's consensual when it's not that's the problem right so can't do it for myself and uh good luck to y'all that still want to support the dude i don't know what these people in the industry that are supporting them it's just it's always weird when it's somebody you know or somebody you like right the attitudes change if if it's some theory or some something you can make up a thesis about all of a sudden you have all these uh exceptions to the rules and we, we let's sit down and have a conversation but if some you personally know you form an opinion real quickly and my question for people like lisa Ann and the people that defend them would be so the women are sex workers too are you saying you don't you so they're lying yeah because yeah. i mean if your thing is he's a sex worker and blah 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 cool well so are the eight women that are accusing him of sexual assault what about them yeah it's real easy to dismiss because would you people- tell them to their face on the next time y'all had to get face to face for i don't know a scene some type of scene or something you know right. you're gonna be like i don't think he did it you know uh Kyla beauty says when i first heard the facebook name story i was on that guy's side especially when you mentioned he presented a passport with fuck that bitch on it or food i be uh i um work with one of, of my company's team on offshore developers who are vietnamese there are a few developers with the name f-u-c i mean p-h-u-c uh one uh in particular is named uh p-h-u-c-m-b-u-i uh even though the story was a hoax it's totally possible to have a combination of vietnamese names that look to us like a hoax i don't completely get why facebook makes a big deal out of names though either i know and it makes it the worst part is that he kind of makes it justified that they do right by fucking making the shit up the poll was is Aziz Ansari anti-black we talked about that uh that that write-up about his show oh i know why facebook do because they're trying to sell you shit and they want your name to be real for advertising purposes but nobody gives a fuck that's true uh is Aziz Ansari anti-black no he's not yes he is Aziz who uh so uh Aziz who got 36 percent so apparently a lot of y'all have never heard of him which that sucks um he's pretty funny dude um yes he is seven percent of y'all think he is anti-black that scene was anti-black or maybe things he does off you know in life is anti-black and then uh the overwhelming majority of you guys don't do not believe he's anti-black so and i noticed a trend on facebook anybody that had watched the series seemed to say i watched that scene and i did not get that like i understand her point but that's not how i like interpreted interpreted it it. i watched the series i don't pick up what she's putting down and these are people that i trust these are people that do understand intersectionality like you know what i mean it's not just a bunch of fucking savages on my facebook page being like fuck that bitch i don't appreciate her blah 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 blah." or i love nz so much why she hating like it wasn't any of those responses it was just like "Mm, that's interesting interesting take i don't agree with it and 
you know i but i do understand that it's a serious issue i just don't think this fits that so anyway still haven't watched it so which is sad because i'm like the only thing that's gonna get me to watch it is to see what the fuck she was talking about and to see if i agree you know because sometimes i some there's some things where i think i wouldn't agree and you know you watch it you're like oh okay all right i can see that and then sometimes it's like okay that person's way out Mm -hmm. you know i can't i can't really support that um episode 1085 fan entitlement talked about bobby schmurder um the episode of medium talk crazy woman confronting katie perry's parents pregnant meteorologist got body shame it was crazy uh comments t hiller says that one vote for no on the poll is totally okay oh we'll get to the poll later um so uh yeah uh rd miller says rod i'm so sorry you had to put up with that dude's foolishness i once heard my father tell his crazy girlfriend to go upstairs take your meds and don't come back down until they kick in which is what i was screaming at the phone while listening oh uh eve says i think the guy who keeps calling must have a really crummy life he keeps calling in because he craves your attention and seeks validation he seems a bit touched in the head the poll was will that dude uh end up calling back one day yes he can't help himself holy shit 98 percent of the audience says he can't help himself he will call back one vote Make There's that, one vote make, for no. Make that two. I really hope it's no. Oh, please be goddamn no. Just go away. Wow. No comments um, on this. Not that many comments this week. And uh, lastly, the uh, episode was 10, uh, I mean, 1,086 Sam. Captain Walking Dead talked about that mass shooting, which later turned out to be even more of a shit show than uh than the news that we were reading that was like the point by point blow by blow yes and sound like it got even worse than that which we we'll probably talk about tomorrow yep minerva uh 8843 says the one question that had me buzzing was deanna's question to michonne what do you want for yourself yeah i do wonder what michonne wants for herself i guess uh i don't really think she knew yeah she was just trying and that's the thing you try so much to survive that you really like you said you don't have time to unwind you don't have time to decompress you don't have time to process shit you're just running for your life so i don't really think that she's had time to even think or consider about what she's want since everything broke yeah she makes a good point though it's about time to move on mm-hmm. lucked out says about the mass shootings i've noticed that when the same arguments about violence culture is applied to white males as they did urban youth suddenly the conversation has moved on to another topic or they just don't acknowledge it it's like you have mentioned about open carry same rules don't apply it's so frustrating that the hypocrisy is ignored by the same people who rally against it black against black lives matter citing attacks against the leftist media it's not about what's right but who's right in the argument yeah um like because later on like this you know at the, the time that we reported this it was still going on and it was like you know a live blog and it was like they're looking for two white males looking for three white males it's kind of funny that they were looking for some white men right Mm -hmm. i mean it turns out to be a a married couple um two brown people um but we have so many workplace shootings so many uh mass shootings so many um planned parenthood type shootings and shit by the way this is the second there was two mass shootings that same day um uh but yeah the police were like we looking for white men because they were like that's probably that's normally, what it is yeah that's no they normally do when we have these scenarios that's normally who the culprit is right and there's outside that ram it fucks them up right and it's so and the thing is like 
when you do bring up white people like I, and i and i'm and i brought it up for a point which is we will not discuss this in the same way and it's so funny how i've been proven right over the last two days because as soon as they found out they were brown and muslim oh it changed everything Mm -hmm. it changed everything i saw cnn go into their house and like look through put pictures of kids names documents of family members on national tv when do like why didn't the police have that cordon off i've never seen that anything like that before one the journalistic integrity uh just out the window i mean we knew cnn wasn't shit but that is amazing that no one was like legally can we just like do that like what about our journalistic ethics are we putting someone's life in danger because we're showing a kid or we're showing their government names of like their brothers and shit Mm -hmm. and their sisters and their family members pictures right here on live national tv we're not vetting it or anything we're just like we were allowed in why shouldn't we it's so weird you know what i mean and we don't have these same questions do you know what dylan rue's house looked like come on now do you know his family members do you like you know how you know dylan rue's sister because she tried to have a gofundme to raise money because he ruined her wedding that's how you know his sister like it's such a just (sighs) the double standard is fucking crazy it is crazy and it's so weird because like i said if it was white people we weren't about to have this no more christians no white men allowed to this and let's put them on the list and keep them from having guns like that was not that was never gonna be a discussion it was gonna be the cost of business but because it turned out to be some brown people now everybody's like what do we need to do to get these motherfuckers like okay like you ain't interested in stopping the next Dylan Rue for the next Planned Parenthood shooting at all, but you are interested in stopping the next like shooting that is uh motivated by, you know, radical uh factions of either uh I don't even want to call it Islam cuz it's like by by ISIS and shit, by terrorism. Right, and that rhythm. Right, and I know we're going to talk about this tomorrow or anything like that, but I'm telling you right now, you show my goddamn face on national TV, somebody fucking getting sued, somebody somewhere is motherfucking paying me for putting my information out there without my fucking permission. Yeah, it's just such a such a weird fucking thing to experience cuz like I said, man, when it was when it was white people adding in the description and shit, I was just like, now watch how don't nothing happen. To, like the bigger conversation is going to turn into another lone wolf blah 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 right this shit happened this is a symptomatic of a bigger problem okay this is isis coming here and attacking us this is terrorism why won't you say terrorism why won't you say terrorism let's get some muslims on here and make them say denounce this let's do this like and you're like wait man we weren't gonna do that when it was some white dudes Mm-mm. we weren't prepared to do any of that because it didn't matter then yeah it's all about the target and it's all about the race that's all people care about you know and winning you know what i mean winning this debate like the debate part of this is so pointless i don't even encourage it or have it like no because nothing, i don't talk about gun right. control with people because i i'm just like uh, i don't think anybody should have a gun leave me alone like it's just like it's no fucking point at this point like it's just gonna happen again nobody really cares Mm-mm. the the soul of the country did not once they didn't care about the new town children they don't care not just children because everybody keeps speaking around this they didn't care about little white children dying right the country don't care like once you kill white people kids and people go yeah i mean gotta have our guns maybe we should get to teach some guns you're like yeah we nothing's going there's nothing that can happen in america that will make gun control happen nothing 
it's fucking possible uh when you had mentioned about ron's statements about enid being so possessive i got a flashback to shane i think ron is carl shane and we'll we'll be dogging him the same way that's true that's a good point maybe maybe carl learned from his father you know like he let shane hang around for two seasons knowing he was a problem right trying to save him and shit mm-hmm. didn't end up having to having to kill him well carl had to kill him that's right carl did kill him right because they um, was out there fighting right yeah and we'll be dogging him the same way if he survives the next episode besides seeing glenn give people chances uh how much did carl know about the triangle between his parents and shane and how rick handled it no idea really carl might even uh, might even subscribe to the whole why kill people that will end up getting themselves killed soon that rick has about alexandrians i'd even include father gabriel in that sentiment when rick told him yeah i know before they headed to the herd love the podcast you had me laughing during my lunch break thanks lucked out and the poll was did you shop on black friday no 86 percent of y'all did not 14 percent of you guys did good for y'all man have have fun mm-hmm. hope you went to some black businesses because if not twitter's gonna be in your mentions <laughs> you done know, fucked up um uh we had some voicemails um uh, let me get to play these this we had quite a few this week um all right had time off here's the first one hey ryan and karen this is Jaden. um hope you guys had a happy thanksgiving um yeah i just had a couple more comments after you guys just on feedback um going back to what rob was saying i definitely think that um the whole like having a higher education thing um and then being surrounded by rest of your black peers at least especially for black women i think would reduce your chances of um, finding a mate since it does seem for whatever reason that we are least likely to be in interracial relationships um for instance when my sister went on an interview um especially if like if you're in a technical field and like engineering uh, she went to this town and it was you know uh, very white um and that was kind of one of her deterrents to moving there so um, and I have a friend who actually is of mixed race, who's black and white, but she grew up in a mostly white neighborhood, I think, and then also when she went to undergrad, um, it was mostly white. And so she actually grew up feeling like that she must wasn't really attractive because she didn't even have she said didn't have guys hitting on her and then she moved to Atlanta. I mean, so there definitely seems to be some discrepancy about um, you know, black women being attractive or whatever to the opposite uh sex i mean i mean for the opposite race i mean i'm actually for interracial relationships but i've never mm-hmm. been approached by any other man other than a black man Same here. um as well as like maybe i should do what nina did <laughs> and, a, and approach a guy instead um like she did with donnie uh but also too i think that what rob was saying too about people kind of looking at individual relationships um, and kind of taking out those relationships for the whole um, macro, like, feeling of race and relationships. Because I definitely feel like that is a really big reason of why a lot of uh, well, some black women may kind of have a thing about black men dating white women and um, not saying that this is for all black men who date outside the race, but because we know and we feel it that we are on the bottom of the dating pool, um, it does kind of feel like, oh, well, you know, we already have limited choices, and then you will start to kind of think, was well, this black man dating this white woman because he really loves her or because 
of um or because he you know he's he might be brainwashed and not really even realizing that he's kind of playing into the whole like oh white women on the pedestal like you know like Rod said I've made it now because I'm on a white woman a white woman um and even I found myself kind of thinking that because sometimes when I was younger and I would see a white man with a black woman, I was like, oh, man, like, you know, he must really love her. And that's, like, really bad to say, to think that, like, that's the only way, like, he's, since he's white, a man, he must really make it, he's making a huge sacrifice um, on his social status or something, you know, whatever, to, quote, unquote, date down and date a black woman, you know. So, and me as a black woman, thinking this like I don't think that people think enough about how like like Rob was saying that not not really thinking why they have certain sexual why they have certain preferences when it comes to dating and not even realizing that it could be uh, under like handed bias due to um just subliminal messages that you get you know in society and not even recognizing it um but I'm really you know thankful that you guys address those important issues um and I'm hoping that more people will be um open to you know talking about it but um thanks guys and love the feedback Bye. thank you thank you um uh, and i don't think people think of themselves really in the terms of macro and micro like everyone just kind of thinks of themselves as the most important thing so mm-hmm. i don't think a lot of people have consciously decided or consciously figured out like why do i covet white women or non-black women or mixed race women like not just uh sexually on some like sexual attractiveness but there's also a societal impact into what is defined as sexually attractive and i think not enough consideration is given into that stuff and um yeah can't yeah, go ahead go ahead i'm sorry uh but um not enough consideration is given into like what causes you to think a certain way because i think it 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 is um you know it is deep and it can't get deeper than that and while you would hope that it's very simple and that people is you know open-minded but i've heard so many hurtful things and so many ridiculous things from people and especially black men you know which is my peer group but i've heard it from white men too as well like where they just say something where you're like what you know like i don't even know why anybody would trust any black person that said i don't date black people you know like i've met people that are like i'm this and i just don't even date this race and you're like well that's kind of fucked up you know what i mean like i don't like i don't know how to tell you that's fucked up because it doesn't sound like it's just in a sexual attractiveness thing that sounds like it's a, a, a some sort of like racial or classes type thing you know um you know it's why people have they're going on a dating website and be like no black people know this no that and you're like yeah you know people's those are real people and this idea that you've never gonna you're never gonna find an a a, this type of person attractive or that type of person attractive is very weird to me but then you know there's also just the fetishism of it you know so now i do sexually covet you but i don't see you as a full person either like right i'll fuck you but i'm not introducing you to my parents and i never marry you and there's no way i fall in love with someone who looks like you but you know i do want that that dick or i do want that ass or i do want whatever there's just so much of that out there and people are so fucked up but they're not ready to have a discussion about that right because it, it runs uh deeper than that and and you know even even a lot of that 
boils down to the quote unquote European standard of beauty, you know, because even uh, when it comes to uh, having black and having your natural hair, especially if your natural hair, your natural hair is uh, like a curly texture, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times dude would say, "Well, I won't date a black woman with natural hair." You know, it's like, "Well, then it grows in my, it grows out of my head," and a lot of that boils down to ownership. You don't own her, and if that's something that she chooses to do, that's her choice. Yep um all right so um next voicemail but thank you jada for um mm-hmm. thank you sweetie writing in or uh, calling in rod and karen nice to be leaving a message for you guys uh this is odysseus catfish jenkins the third from all the way up here in nova scotia canada uh you definitely should come visit i know you read one of my emails on the show and um it's warm. I know you're from the south, man. We got all kinds of good weather up here. Just wait till, you know, don't come now. Don't come now. Um, the main reason that I'm leaving the, the call here is, I guess, you know, I love both of you. I think, Karen, you're, you're indispensable. Both of you are fantastic to this show. But, Rod, as, as a man, speaking to another man, I really appreciate your fluidity. And that's not a joke. I appreciate the way, to me, you are uh, an epitome of a modern, evolved gentleman who is both you know, a rock-solid kind of traditional dude who loves his woman and all this, but is very comfortable in that and doesn't get rattled by people saying stuff that just doesn't matter. The guy calling you gay, you're like, I don't care. First of all, I don't even know why is that an insult. Um, I really appreciate having a voice that represents what it is to be a grown, adult, mature man in the world in 2015. I appreciate it a lot, and I love listening to you guys. Um, I'm always trying to push you guys on my friends and, and, and people that say, oh, it's hard to understand what's going on, hard to understand what, you know, black Americans are feeling about something. Not that you speak for all of everybody, don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, this is a great way to, to tap into some of that and listen to your great guests and hear all of that. And I think it's so easy and accessible to hear from people of different walks of life. I'm a white guy who lives in Canada. Um, but, you know, I feel that I have this great connection to you guys, listening to what you're saying and, and getting into that. And uh, I just want to say I really appreciate it and just have a new baby. And uh, once we get figured out the uh, the economics of a new baby, I will do my best to try to become a recurring sponsor. Anyway, I've been rambling, but um, big shout out from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. You guys get up here when you can and come on my radio show which is called the potato salad radio show. And I guess I want to question, Karen, do you have a special recipe for potato salad that you would want to share? Or could we uh, even get you guys on my show so we could talk about your love of that food and whether or not you like it? Let me know if you guys love it. You might, do you love it? I think everybody loves potato salad, right? Anyway, talk to you guys soon. Peace from Canada. And keep on doing what you're doing. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, Odysseus you. Catfish Jenkins third. Oh, he up there with Owen then, ain't he? Yep, yep. Um, and um, as far as uh, uh, coming on your show, yeah, just email us, blackoutits at gmail.com. We can work something out. Um, and I like potato salad. <coughs> the only person that I know that this like, anti-potato salad is Lena Brothers. Yeah, um, and uh, Karen doesn't have a recipe for it that she makes i don't think no I, I don't think i've even my mom does have one it's oh, really it's good delicious I've, i'm scared i've never attempted to make potato salad um i like my potato salad yellow um but uh i've never attempted to make it. i might do that one day yep show me potato salad uh and then <laughs> um the other thing i'm gonna say oh yeah it's funny though because like um 
i i do feel like i tread a line because i i do feel pretty traditionally masculine i don't think it's you know i don't think that there's anything necessarily special about my masculinity i don't i don't think there's anything special about necessarily masculinity in general as far as like uh it being like because people keep doing this thing where it's like just to see a man's man in these days and these kids these days and i'm like i don't think that that's necessarily something we have to hold on to like a Mm -hmm. stereotype of it like why not have um you know why not allow people to be themselves and get out of the prisons that you know the boxes were pushed into right but what i was gonna say though is (laughs) this morning i was yelling at some old dude at the basketball court so like i don't know where (laughs) i fit into like this dude pissed me off so bad man like i was yelling like i almost got kicked out the gym like it was like the thing is i was fully in control i just didn't give a fuck at the moment um this dude was talking shit to me the whole day like and this shit started from last week um he tried to cheat my team and he tried to say the ball went out on me and shit and and he knew he hit and i was like is he serious like and he has been sticking with this lie for two weeks y'all okay seven days ago that happened today he still was like yeah you gonna cheat me i said dude you you we both know the truth like you don't even have to put up the act anymore me and you know you hit that ball and nobody else in here is thinking about it why are you still acting like this right and he tried to do it again today um try and i you know and my thing is i just you know i stand up for myself you know i don't feel like anybody's gonna bully me. like yeah like what is that i'm a i'm an adult you're right you're not like, gonna bully me like and he's just like but i said this and i was like man i don't give a fuck that you old i don't give a fuck that you right. a white dude come on now i don't give a fuck that you know these other people in here like i'm standing up for myself and i'm not letting myself get cheated uh so fuck that and then um it was funny because we won the game and uh they had we were up one i think or three we were up three and they shot the ball missed it and i went up and got the rebound and i came down and he like kind of pushed me in my back then uh and i was holding the ball and then uh, they started trying to swing to get the ball out of my hands and shit and so i was just like foul and then uh when i called foul i was like oh you always trying to call some foul i was like y'all fouling me on purpose like right what's the discussion so then when i started walking away they said something to me and i and they were both it was two guys and they were both kind of yelling in my ear and i'm bigger than both these guys by the way and i just started and i'm telling them i just started yelling back at them from like an inch in front of their face like uh i'm gonna get away from the mic so y'all can't hear how loud it was but just it was as loud as i could like the whole gym saw it and kids were in there and shit but i was yelling like this i'm crazy too i'm crazy too then well let's just get crazy like that right like like, because what you're doing makes no sense right because i was like you just gonna yell at me i'm gonna yell back at you and so the clock was running out anyway like it was the game was essentially over and the clock was pretty much done and they were wasting their time yelling at me and so um so even with these kids in there i just didn't care i said man get your ass off my court how about that i said how about just get on my court and uh every time they kept trying to talk i say get the fuck out the court and like slap the court like duke players do <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and they was, was justin now yeah justin was there <laughs> they were so mad and then adam was like bro calm down man there's kids in here i said man i know like i, I don't like I, I don't care and i'm not yeah. gonna and i was i knew i wasn't gonna get kicked out because 
um the guy the, the guy like works there came over and was like man you trying to get kicked out man what are you doing i said dude you absolutely right you know what i'm saying like he was like you cussed in front of kids and stuff i said you know what you absolutely right but man. i tell you one thing they won't do that shit no more yeah and, and right. you know they sat on the sideline and hated on us for the next five games or whatever we won but it was so funny though because when i was sitting there and talking to the dude i was like man you absolutely right i should have never let them get to me like that and he said what were they doing i was like man they talked trash the entire game they fouled me the entire game they like they cheated us like they did everything they could to try to win that game other than just play some good basketball right and i was like so i blanked on his ass like like just it was just a moment to let his ass know like i can be crazy if you just want to come yell at somebody i can do that stupid shit too mm-hmm. so now what now we're here because you because like that's the other thing ready. they weren't ready for that yeah that's the other thing i was being hella polite and he was doing little shit like i would check the ball up and people that play basketball know how infuriating this is i would check the ball up to take it out right if i if i tried to toss it to him he would like um toss it back real hard at my chest without bouncing it oh yeah yeah I was just like, being ugly you know i'm like okay motherfucker you know and nasty. i never didn't say a word you know just kept playing and then um you know and then when when he did that last thing where he pushed me in the back try to cough i just fucking was like i've had enough of you it, it is what it is you know what i mean because i knew that's the other thing i didn't have any expectation that they would actually do shit right you know what i mean i was like if <laughs> like i'm raised on in a play i'm raised in a in a, in a way where if somebody will start swinging at the basketball court then it's gonna be a fight or somebody gonna get a gun or something like that anyway so i'm like this ain't that kind of place Mm-mm. so we come here because we don't want to play in a place like that right but don't let it come out because it can still you know i can still have that moment where i'm like so now what are we gonna do and then it's, they got quiet as fuck right and then uh afterwards they ain't had nothing else to say Mm-mm. so it was just so funny man but uh yeah so i appreciate the compliment on the level-headedness and the fluidity and all that shit but i have my moments too man like like I said, just a couple of hours ago, I was yelling at the top of my lungs in front of kids cussing and shit. So what do I know? <laughs> uh, next voicemail. Yo, what up, Rod? What up, Karen? It's your boy, Drew in the A. Um, I just want to say that I would love for the love that the fans have for you to drown out the hate that y'all have to experience on a daily basis, knowing that y'all are semi-public figures now. You know, I just don't, I don't know how y'all do it, but I appreciate you. I appreciate y'all speaking their good opinions and, you know, realistic opinions about issues. And I I greatly appreciate that because pretty much, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, y'all are pretty much the voice box of the people who really don't have a real, a real big platform to say the things that America really thinks. I mean, honestly, uh, fuck the racists. Um, it is what it is. I understand that, man. But I was just listening to that medium talk. I'm eight minutes in and I'm sweating. I don't even know what to do right now. <laughs> Holy shit, it's lit. And he's not listening. So in closing, I appreciate you, Rod. I appreciate you, Karen. I, I, I just appreciate what y'all do. And y'all can keep my money because pretty much y'all entertain me Sit 
peace thanks thank Joe. you Th- uh thanks Joe. and uh yeah I, y'all do drown out a lot of the hate man mm-hmm. you know we still artists we still sensitive about our shit we can't help that yes and but we, i just love the love it's a lot of love out there and that love means a lot mm-hmm. and the people that really want to get through on hating us they just try so hard that's all you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. some people I, I there's people i've got blocked muted in all kinds of ways and they still try to find some kind of way to just be noticed by by us you know mm-hmm. be noticed by me so it is what it is yeah, like I, I but y'all still show way more love than anybody could ever like i'll never regret doing this uh with my life period ever right and and i think for me that the thing about it is that uh i i'm just glad uh for the love but the thing about the a lot of the people that uh quote unquote hate us they always hate you and use me as a target to hate on you. I don't matter to these people for right. some reason. I never matter. It's if they insult me, it's to insult me to get at you. It's not insulting me for like a person they tried to attack me. They actually could give less of a fuck about me because at the end of the day, your voice is the only voice that matters. Your voice is the is the only voice that sounds good in their ear. But you know what? I ain't going nowhere. Right. They always pull the, you know can't either either you're at the thought or they're uh scared to 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 deal with um you know what the backlash is saying something about you anyway right uh anyway uh anyway uh another voicemail i go out every day and not give a fuck about you (laughs) (laughs) that was the whole message yeah that was one of the things that came up in the conversation between me and um jackson five dude yeah and what was hilarious i think uh for those of you that haven't heard it yet it was so much fun watch people live tweet it because yes. just just the statements i was like oh shit they did say that <laughs> yeah people were live tweeting it people were uh talking about it in the facebook thread it was awesome um but uh, i appreciate people uh you know being supportive and stuff and mm-hmm. most people were just worried that's like i hope he don't do nothing to y'all me mm-hmm. sound crazy. crazy i was like man i hope not either you know but you can't be scared of your bullies man hi i'm Carrie. um i'm maya i'm a little bit younger i'm 21 years old of course um well i'm a queer so i really appreciate you guys talking about stuff like lgbt issues with such I don't know what to say with such respectfulness because it's not really a thing I'm used to. But I, you know, listen to read and I listen to other you guys like talking on a really big binge for black on podcast. So I really want to talk about the well the this week's medium podcast Rob put out <laughs> with uh basically <laughs> the show and that was the most entertaining 41 minutes of my life. I had a bad day and I was just laughing because it's just true hotel aunt shit to the like core. Oh. But I want you all to know that this bisexual pagan supports you and you all need to get big gay juice money. I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it personally. And, um, I'm glad you called in too. You know, we got the the babies, got to raise them up, right? And um, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I would. I mean, I do hear. I just think about the way I feel when I listen to podcasts and they talk about like it's a bunch of white people or something, and they talk about black issues. 
and sometimes you can just feel like how they have no real respect for the issue at hand or because they can't identify with it it doesn't affect their lives mm-hmm. a lot of times they just kind of don't give a fuck and it's like well my shit is important but your shit and eh. you know it's like maybe you can be listening to a podcast and it's like one of the hosts is gay and one of the hosts is a woman and one of the hosts is a white dude and one of the hosts is you know whatever but like they miss a certain intersectionality or they miss a certain thing which is fine i don't think like i think it's actually kind of ridiculous when people expect every podcast and what like to have all these like versatile like panels and shit on every topic i think that's kind of impractical but one of the things i noticed though is the empathy and just the consideration a lot of times goes out the window so it's like Mm -hmm. you bring up something that affects women like there's certain women that'll come up they'll just take you to task like no fuck that that's sexist this is wrong this is this is the way it should be talked about and said and this is why people get offended by these things cool but then you bring up something racial and then all of a sudden it's like uh, it's all a game to me fuck that you know let's let's make a couple jokes about black people and move on um i've i've seen that happen like i said with uh the coverage of donald trump i don't i can't even really listen to political podcasts Mm -hmm. um because especially white ones a lot of times it they have the privilege in america to just for this to just be a game right and and you know yeah and i'm like i I don't have time for that no so it's kind of like um when we talked about the activists who interrupted president obama um, by heckling him and this is the day that gay marriage passed the supreme court Mm -hmm. and people were like basically boo get her out of here what's wrong with her and don't nobody care about that shit see if if you if you act like this nobody's gonna help you but it was like actually uh some legislation did get passed some policies did get changed the president did take note um so she did her job whether you like that shit or not um and secondly um more importantly there's gonna be a lot of people that are just gonna be like oh fuck that person get them out of here because it's not my issue like i'm gay but i'm not trans right i'm gay but i'm, I'm not, not latin i'm not an immigrant I'm, not a, I'm gay but i'm not of color right i'm not gonna be kicked out of the country right. these are not issues for me Mm-mm. so fuck those specific issues i got what i want a gay marriage bye right and, it, and i'm a, and for my personal opinion and it somewhat makes me angry and i'm not lgbtq i'm fucking tired of the crickets now it's goddamn crickets where are these marches where are these protests where are these people demanding equality for all lgbtqs not everybody got gay marriage and all of a sudden it's silence on a lot of that bullshit yeah well my point <clears throat> my point being i got tired of listening to shows where i felt like that and i'm sure now i'm not saying i don't I don't think what we do here is try to make the most progressive liberal show ever. I don't think we even that, that like I think the number one goal of our show is to be entertaining and funny, mm-hmm. which means sometimes you know it's gonna be on the wrong side or it's gonna be making jokes about shit that people don't like mm-hmm. or coming at it from an angle where people decide you know like no it should only be jokes about it this way and that way and like we're not always gonna do that. Um, so i absolutely understand people that you know can't listen to the show or they move on or they don't like the show right you know i had someone wrote us i didn't read on the show but they talked about like well could you guys do trigger warnings i was like no Mm -mm, no you know we've talked Mm -mm. about it and no we don't think it'll add to the funniness of the show we don't think it'll add to the way we talk about things um also not to mention there's 
picking and choosing which trigger warnings are you going to talk about because people get triggered by a lot of different shit yes they do um but also i just as a as the kind of conversation style that we've cultivated over the years we want to we do want to keep it a certain way so there's certain things where i can understand people being like this show uh has respect and stuff like that but they still aren't perfect we're never going to be perfect and we're not Mm -hmm. really even trying to be but um i do appreciate people being able to listen and enjoy and i do appreciate being able to at least consider someone else's point of view even if i at the end of the day don't agree with it or don't want to do whatever at least we'll at least like hear it out and it doesn't have to delve into like pc culture stifling comedy (laughs) we the real bastion of free speech you know we're not we're not doing that kind of shit no we're not but at the same time you know we don't i don't think we get everything right or really even try to have that kind of space no we don't because truth be told on the low people really really be listening i make some of the most fucked up jokes on the whole show but a lot of times roger still gets blamed why because he quote unquote owns me yeah well uh justin makes some fucked up jokes i mean yeah he does i make fucked up jokes but, we all but make just, we all make but, fucked up jokes but, but justin's light-skinned so he don't count that's true that is true all right last voicemail <laughs> he'll never hear this show. hey ryan karen it's thomas uh i am calling about well first of all i just wanted to say you guys do an excellent show i uh, love listening to the show and as soon as i get my money right and most likely when i get my tax money i'm going to sign up for a uh, premium but um, I really called in about really the gun issue. Um, I had an interesting conversation with my uh, nine-year-old son the other day, which led us to him telling me like he was like he was scared. He thought we should own a gun, and I was like, "Well, where'd that come from?" And he was like, "Well, you know, for some odd reason, he and his uh, grandmother were watching Home Alone, and then some weird. I guess he watched a weird episode of like Criminal Minds or something afterwards. He got this impression like we should own a gun to protect ourselves." And I was with him. We had this weird conversation about like him being scared and worried and thought a gun would keep us safe. And I'm like, I don't. I'm like, we had to have this sit down and really have this conversation with him about like guns don't keep you safe. Like, like if you pull a gun on somebody, like you have to, you, you're gonna kill somebody with it. He's like, no. Well, then why would you have a gun? Like that only escalates, you know, situations. And it was really like surprising to me. Like he's like nine, and you just thought mm-hmm. this idea of like a gun meant safety. And it was just a, a really good conversation I had to have with him about, like, that's not the issue and that's really not the case and, and that's not the way the world works. And, well, it kind of does, but anyway, but the whole issue was I really had to explain to him, like, like guns don't make you safe. Like, people who own guns aren't safe and guns lead to issues and it's like that. And it led to a whole weird conversation, but we ended up kind of sitting down to kind of go over everything. And it kind of really brought up this mentality, like kids, like even at that young age of like nine, think that guns make you safe and you really have to talk to them and like condition people. Like guns don't make you safe. They only really lead to accidents and somebody you know getting hurt or you hurting somebody by accident because you're scared. And that's why most people get guns because they're scared and then their fear leads them to do weird things and accidents and hurting other people, hurting somebody that didn't even expect to hurt. But um, and it was kind of came from out of nowhere because we don't own guns. And uh, really, the only person who really knows that owns a gun is, like, his best friend's dad. But he hunts, so it's not like he owns a handgun or anything. He just has, like, a rifle for hunting and, like, a bow, crossbow. And that's really it. But um, I just thought it was, it was just a weird conversation to have, or a surprising conversation to have with him. Cause it really came out of nowhere. 
and it really came out of like this fear of like this watching a TV show kind of gave him this fear like maybe we should own a gun, and then kind of led to this whole conversation. And I kind of thought like if he's feeling that way and like sitting down having this conversation, like how many people like across the country like really have this conversation like into themselves and grow up to be adults and live in this way. And that's why most people own so many guns because they just live in this world where they think it's scared. And, you know, everybody should own a gun to keep them safe, and that's really not the case. But thank you so much. Uh, I don't want to go too long, but thank you. And you guys have a great weekend and a great holiday. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. <clears throat> and, yeah, that is a scary proposition to think you need to own a gun at that age. You know what I mean? Like and that's very young, but it also goes to show that children are impressionable and children pay attention. And for some reason, people treat children like property. Like children don't grow. Like they don't have any intellect. That like they can't pick up on shit. Like they don't comprehend stuff. And so uh, I applaud you as a parent for talking to him because a lot of parents dismiss that shit. You know, when you actually need to talk to your children uh, about. Uh, that fear and things like that because even responsible uh, people that have guns and even responsible gun owners at the end of the day nobody's really quote unquote safe we just want the feeling of being safe that's what most people want in the country if you own guns or not you just want safety right and the fact that kids are equating that with safety but I mean so many adults are doing it too right right so it's almost like the same shit um, alright uh, phone lines are open 704 704- five five seven zero one eight six seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six and uh we'll read these feedback emails and then we're gonna get out of here guys um our girl think miss smart uh she wrote in for a day walking and i accidentally put it in the wrong folder i'm sorry about that but we'll read it now <clears throat> y'all this episode took me through five stages of grief in 60 minutes one denial they couldn't be this unprepared none of this makes sense i don't even care anymore Two anger why are they wasting bullets why does sam look like he's been awake 72 hours yes <laughs> sam's face sam had dark spots on his eyes probably had been sleeping why didn't eugene immediately open the door why didn't carl run uh carl shoot ron why 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 where are heath aaron sasha's sick boo do the writers what hate me personally three bargaining if this gets better i promise to never wish death on a child character <laughs> for depression is my continued dedication even worth it the show is almost over no surely it's a 90 minute episode five acceptance i reminded myself that the whole premise of the show doesn't make sense so i'll be back february 2016 thanks for your reviews cheers miss smart well thank you thank you you gotta come back and uh review it again with us man we had a good time Mm -hmm. but uh yeah that um (laughs) that episode put people through they paces all over twitter (laughs) Woo, twitter was lit they was mad uh male strippers mr span says i don't really have much to say but when you guys had mail from the good and terrible show on talking about strip clubs had me thinking back in the day here in detroit the strip club used to have commercials on tv promotion uh g their dancers i I don't know if you've seen these or not but you gotta check these out fam oh shit it says do you did when it comes to the best in exotic dancing watch club mozambique 8406 finkel at least for you ladies watch club mozambique male dancers out there just for you and you only at watch club mozambique you'll see capital punishment another level oh shit they got groups first of all they look like r&b groups (laughs) i I have to put this in the chat this is the best what the fuck (laughs) 
oh my god they, oh this shit is the best they're like they about to sing a fucking song and they all have dance routines but like not sexy dance routine like the dances are like like what you would see in a rap video circa 1989 <laughs> yes like doing four niggas doing a running man in silk pajamas <laughs> capital punishment another level sudden impact sudden impact strictly ghetto strictly ghetto <laughs> strictly ghetto who is calling the strippers like can you send me strictly ghetto to my to bachelorette my party? party we wanted some strictly ghetto strippers juicy juicy first of all juicy look like big daddy kane yes, like he, he just does. by himself hawk jolly rod hold up jolly rod got a puppet in his pants Looking like chucky a chucky doll in his is this real oh joyride is his name okay oh my goodness wow these they sound like american gladiators yes they do joyride absolute rock hard midnight lover royal luscious and social lovers Social. It all happens lovers. every Wednesday through Sunday at Watch Club Mozambique, 846 Finkel. Exotic male dancing at its best every Wednesday through Sunday at Watch Club Mozambique. Ladies, come see the number one group at Watch, Capital Punishment, and Social Lovers. Oh my God. Now we got to watch the other one. Never <laughs> change Detroit. All right. I got to. I'm going to send this to Jamel Hill. I'm going to ask. I'm at Jamel where's my j at jamel you grew up in this city i'm gonna send her that um all right he said two the uh and then the second one let's see i guess maybe this is for the for the men because the last one's for the for the women okay. definitely okay so this one's for the men okay um i think i'll get it i want to play oh wait i forgot to ask karen that was the first one sexy to you those men and stuff did it make you want to go to the strip club those men dancing no maybe want to go to mc hammer concert <laughs> okay <laughs> all right all right well let me put the women one in and we'll judge the sexiness one of the sexiness of this see some of the finest female exotic dancers in the metro Every- okay now this is way different in my opinion yes. like the women like first of all they did a bunch of quick cuts to just women smiling at the camera right then they did um uh, the beat is different and then the women dancing it's not like hip-hop dance routines like doing mm. fucking like running man and shit because they know what dudes want they was like we know you you want the quick cuts you want to look similar yeah. to a porn scene a woman definitely didn't make that first ad oh no, no like no. no woman had any input on that it's like just a bunch of dudes like what you think these bitches want man it's like they're in the I 80s don't... r&b groups ain't the guy ain't that the group they want us to dance right well i'm gonna do the wop like no i don't think that's the kind of dancing they no they have a lot more women dancers by the way they it's just women dominate this field dog and it's a two minute commercial the other one was like a minute hot chocolate black beauty black cherry and many 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 more dancers providing detroit with entertainment for 20 years 
Oh, because there's more than one ad. That was just the first one. Oh, shit. Let me take you to your highest peak. What the hell? 1-800 number. It's a birthday. I'll take you there. Ain't that- what is this called? 888-500-323? It's 99 cent a minute. 599 each edition a minute. Ain't that's what we're about to hear something? I just want to... I'll take you there. Ain't that a religious song? Uh-huh. I'll take you there. I think they sampled gospel at this for the strip club. Oh, oh. It's her birthday, and main attraction invites you to Detroit's hottest birthday party ever. This Tuesday at Watts, all her friends will be there. Plus, see a freaky butterfly contest. Fellas, start your engines and let's go. Big birthday bash Friday, January 21st at the Body Rock Cafe, 19245 West 8 Mile Road. China's birthday bash at the Body Rock Cafe, Friday, January 21st. Call now for reservations, 535-6424. How's it going to be her birthday bash if she going to be stripping? <laughs> yes, that's the reason to come, to see her strip on her birthday. I guess she's going to be in her birthday suit. Apparently so. The party starts at 8 p.m. and rocks till 2 a.m. So don't miss China's big birthday party at the Body Rock Cafe. Beautiful, sensuous, photogenic, sexy. These words describe the top of the line female dancers at Henry's Palace. You've been to the other clubs to see the rest. Now come to Henry's to see the best. Henry's Palace? Henry's Palace. There's no mistake. like a food joint. Right. Henry's Palace sounds like a place that sells mattresses. Right, right, right. Henry's Palace. Come on down here and get y'all fish plate. Y'all know we got the two the the, the two chicken wings for, for, for five dollars. Jesus Christ. With fixings. Hold oh. on, someone calling in. Hold on. Yo, y'all y'all with the blackout tips. tips. Hello? Hello? Uh oh. I guess we lost them. Yeah, what's up, y'all? Oh yeah, yeah. What's, what's up, up, man? Hello? How you doing? Can you hear me? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we 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 hear you now. now. Oh, okay. Cool. What up, y'all? Chilling, man. What's up, man? Hey, so I was calling in to talk about the crazy niggas. But I had to comment on, I I, I had to call in and comment on fan shit real quick. Mm -hmm. You know it was live because they had It's Your Birthday playing in the background, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a club I want to go to. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a black club. I mean, yeah. you can see that. I tell yeah, you this you much. You might get shot at Henry Palace right. though. Like this that the <laughs> names and the shit like one of the de- one of the dancers is even named Lethal Weapon like <laughs> like it's definitely some well, um, some some hazardous it's, things it's, happening. It's, it's Detroit though. What you expect? Right. Like you got to you know anywhere you go in Detroit, kind of got to know you might get you might get shot. That's it's true. okay. That's true. <laughs> um, so I, I, I made some observations about this crazy nigga. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed is, what are y'all doing to these people to where they just feel like they love y'all? Like, that's it's insane to me, dog. Yeah. Since, since before y'all was like the black guy who tips. Like, even when y'all was back, on, back in the day, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. same shit. I don't understand it. Yeah, I think it's maybe to disarm us, to, so that because after someone tells you they love you, then you're not supposed to be like, "Didn't you just call me a coon?" <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it's all—it's always the same mo. If first, yeah, man, I'm gonna just call in. I'm gonna tell them about 
some issues I had. And then you respond, Karen responds. And then it's like, oh, well, I'm going to call him again because I didn't agree with that. And then he's like, well, you know, I'm going to call him one more time. And then after that is when they flip the switch. Like, all right, I'm now I'm crazy. Yeah, the sad part is, um, the sad part, you know, I'm a pretty observant guy. The sad part is when I see it coming from the beginning. Yeah, a lot of times we do. You know, and I know fans who have said this. Like, they'll be like, that person's not right. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. They're going to fuck this up. Like, I try to give everybody a chance. Because there's been some people that I thought would be like that, and they turn out to be some of my favorite people. You know what I mean? Like, when they first started calling or contacting us or whatever i'll be like okay this is clearly the kind of person that i'm not gonna get along with and eventually we're not gonna be cool i'm gonna look back on this and i'm gonna be like why the fuck did i even let them like contact our show but then some of those people are turning into really good friends some of those people are turning into just people that i like um like is so so i just never know so i always give them a chance but yeah man i would say at the high 90 percentile rate i'm normally right that these motherfuckers are crazy yeah, dog. Like y'all, y'all both are better than me because <laughs> that shit. You, y'all know how we do. I, I say that on the beginning of every show. Like, look, uh, if you're crazy, just don't contact us. I don't, <laughs> I don't deal with that. Well, like, I feel like I crazy. feel like black podcast is still a small world, and uh, like our crazy people listen to other people, and they're gonna be crazy for y'all too. You know, <laughs> right. we've, we've had just ain't made their way over there yet. Yeah, we've had several transfer crazies uh, that yeah. we've noticed go around the podcasting circuit mm-hmm. where they say some crazy shit to us. We tell them to get the fuck on. Then next week we listening to one of our favorite podcasts, and now they on next show, right? Writing in and right. calling in and shit. So I mean, it's you know, I think a lot of these people probably need some sort of mental health thing. Mm-hmm um if not yeah, absolutely yeah you know and a lot of these people crave attention and have some personality disorders so mm-hmm. uh i i don't know what to do to help them other than to tell them to leave us the fuck alone yeah like you just not about to be taking over my shit like mm-hmm. go do your own crazy shit on your own crazy show yes like, go, I, I go create your own platform like, and then if if people if enough people resonate with the jew hating or whatever the fuck it is you're into then you know if your thing is all i do is i lie all the time create your own podcast if people want to listen to you lie all the time because you think it's so fucking fascinating people will do that but don't try to take over my shit with your lies don't take over my shit with your something we feel yeah and and while i'm while we're on the subject because i haven't talked to y'all in a little bit and i didn't get a chance to really talk to you about the shit about don't email us talking shit about another show mm. I, apparently people don't mm-hmm. didn't hear it on my show but we got crossover listeners yeah don't do it like just don't like we're friends in real life like outside right. of podcasting right like don't don't do that yeah that i don't i don't talk. yeah i don't appreciate it and i doubt any other shows really appreciate that kind of shit Mm-mm. um and it is you know it's a major violation because one you don't know who i'm cool with right we're right. just being honest like because me like there's some people i have conversations with behind the scenes i talk to on the random uh all the time and there's people that you know uh i might not even talk to that person that often but me and that person will be real tight right there's, and also right. we've been doing this so long we're pretty much cool with everybody like there's right. gonna be very few people you can be like fuck that person and i'll be like yeah fuck them most people i'm gonna be like nah they like they're they're cool people right. and you know i kind of float in 
a bunch of different lanes i think we float in some a bunch right. of different lanes just be careful because i it's cool for someone as a fan to feel like yo fuck this person i don't like them but don't write up here thinking i'm supposed to join in because yeah, it might time, not yeah. happen and you might get your ass cussed out and then you're gonna think right. i'm tripping right that, that's that's my whole thing it's because like we don't we all don't talk like every day but you know like in our on our group i put um how did y'all find the black astronauts and out of the 60 or 50 responses like only two weren't black out tips mm. like or wasn't another podcast right so like come on man like y'all y'all can't just don't do it like it's, it's rude as fuck and, and you That's know like you, doing- you know the other thing too aaron is so much of um so much of podcasting especially black podcasting is really open so like mm-hmm. yeah if you really did have a problem with something someone said they got an email address they got a phone line right. they got facebook twitter they got so many ways for you to contact them and talk to them specifically about the opinions you don't share there's no reason to come over here and try to pile on with us right yeah but they feel like like because we're at that midpoint stage now where we're getting like the crazies are starting to come in like been doing it a couple years from now we didn't eat out our listenership and now these new people are coming in and they're insane Yep. they're doing that they're starting to do that shit so i'm starting to catch what y'all what y'all are talking about and if y'all been doing this for four years dog <laughs> I, I ain't got i ain't got four years five years in me <laughs> well you know what it much, the, the love makes it way easier to keep doing <laughs> it, yes, it does. and it's, oh, it's always yeah. so funny though because like uh everyone like what happens and uh shit i guarantee right now there's people listening to this thinking exactly this like they have a podcast or a blog or twitter or something and they go man these motherfuckers they they so mean when someone someone calls up there and says you know something they don't agree with or when someone says this or someone does that they you know they don't have to be this way and i'm telling you i always kind of laugh to myself because if they keep at whatever that it is that they do they'll get to that it'll it'll happen and i'm not and i'm not even the kind of person that's like petty to go back and be like Mm -hmm. remember when you said that shit but i don't say anything i see the attitude change i see the tweets change i see they start responding like we are very observant on how people respond yeah i've seen people like people have told me like just ignore so-and-so and then that person starts fucking with they show and then i see them on twitter going off and i'm like yeah okay man like i guess you couldn't do it either right Hey, hey, y'all, y'all, y'all don't have to talk about me on the show. I'm, I mean, I'm right here. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> Say, just, me just, just at me, dog. Me <laughs> uh-huh. so, nah, no, I just wanted, I wanted to call y'all up, man. I ain't holler y'all in a minute. I've been crazy busy trying to get this network back to rolling like it was. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to take the time to reach out and say I appreciate y'all. Hey, man, you know? same to you, Always Aaron. Help. Same right to you, Aaron. You. Thank you, man. And I, I, I'm i throwing it out now. Mm-hmm. We're going to be on the show eventually in the next couple months. I'm just I'm okay. throwing it out there now. Okay, okay. I got you. So Yeah, I, I got thought, you. Thought I'll throw it out, out there. No <laughs> doubt, man. You know, y'all always on the short All right, list. Y'all. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Y'all, peace. That's Aaron from the Black Astronauts Podcast. You guys, uh, I'm assuming if you listen to them, y'all listen to us, vice versa. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, uh. Let's get back to Henry Pattis French fry plate. Okay, Karen is ready to get back to the, to the prostitutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean to the sex workers. <laughs> I said prostitutes. And come see Sunshine, Wet and Wild, Honeycomb. Keep- Hold up, what? 
are these cereals or strippers <laughs> wet and wild i think is a hair product sunshine wet wild honeycomb and come see sunshine wet and wild oh wow these dance moves uh, i mean because they only show them for one second so they got to do something but that uh honey i mean the sunshine dance move was the worst like she just like she just said well you want me to move to the left I don't, okay that's enough man come see sunshine wet and wild honeycomb Keek, and many many more the top of the line female dancers every wednesday thursday and sunday at henry's by the way jamel hill on twitter said you have no idea this used to be the spot wow wow palace you've got to see them with your own eyes no cameras allowed coming from all over i I love how they had the camera shutter sound while saying no cameras allowed right old school polo watch sent it the wrong the wrong message right the battle of the female dancers and watch every tuesday night see the mercedes ladies versus the rump shakers also oh this had to be during the 90s oh yeah The, the rump shakers Heartbreakers versus the love makers. The heartbreakers, the love makers, <laughs> the Mercedes ladies, and the rump shakers. Oh, I know that was a straight battle off. This shit sound like the players, uh, players ball. ball. The best booty battle in Detroit, featuring main attraction: Brownie, China, Jazzy J, Princess, Quiet Storm. It's the battle of the booty every Tuesday night and watch. Tuesday night, booty battle featuring the heartbreakers the love makers the rump shakers and special guest appearance by the mercedes ladies this tuesday night at watch club mozambique all my friends will be there i'll be there aren't you coming come Come on on. we'll be there this tuesday at watch club mozambique wow what what Ah! channel did that used to come on i don't know but i guarantee it came on between 11 p.m and 4 a.m i know that's right (laughs) that was not prime time right there uh let's see and angel writes in uh dear rod and karen my name is angel i do a segment called sip and talk with my best friend charnika on her youtube channel my friend's channel already has 105,000 subscribers Woo! youtube crazy man i don't know how that happens uh, youtube fucks it differently yeah yeah we're they, not over there yet but yeah i mean we own it but we're not like over over there subscribers where where she dis what she discusses beauty and natural hair okay that's good she presented me with this idea discussing current topics while drinking wine i thought this was a great idea on our latest episode we went off the cuff and got really passionate about current topics and kobe Bryant, in which i create the weekly document uh people were very upset and said we were an embarrassment and she lost 27 subscribers in which she has worked years to uh acquire she has been doing this a long time and i don't want her to freak i don't want to freak her freak out on her but i'm very upset sad and i don't want her to her channel to fail she was a very she was a little sad as well if you have any recommendations i love to hear them i'm a fan of you and karen's channel listen below is our latest episode sip and talk posted on youtube i know you're busy and i'm grateful for any advice you can offer thank you i'm gonna tell you this right now people gonna come and people gonna go sweetie that's something you need to understand about any type of thing that you do in the public eye or the media like if you are fixed on numbers you will drive yourself insane at the end of the day you need to do whatever makes you happy and if you're happy with the product 
that's all that's going to matter and people are either going to like it and they're not because what you're doing is almost like micromanaging to the point to where you'll drive yourself insane because these people that was going to leave they were going to leave regardless and there would have been nothing you could have done to keep them yeah um and the other thing i would say is you're doing something different now right and this happens a lot when you do give your opinion it's kind of hazard of giving your opinion and it's why i would say whatever you do just be true to yourself and know that you stand behind it because you have to take what you give and get like um it's why when we do this show i don't get on here and lie and make shit up i don't pretend to hold stances that i don't really hold right um because i i need to stand for myself and if that means a lot of people like us um, that's awesome but if it means not not a lot of people like us that's awesome as well because at least i was true to myself and i feel like uh i watched i watched it um uh it, i thought it was funny i thought it was good you guys like y'all having fun right uh it's only i think y'all's third episode of that specific uh show sip and talk um and uh i, I was impressed with it i didn't and i just saw two people giving their opinions and talking about stuff and you know i think with everything time you'll get better they'll get better time and they'll get better um but the truth is you just want to have fun and you want to try to do your best put your best uh effort forward and it seems that y'all are already doing that and now that you're stepping out of quote-unquote your lane right you're gonna have some backlash like you know when we started talking about i remember the first episode i recorded uh, with karen we i think i even said at one point like well i guess we won't be talking about politics and shit because i know nobody wants to hear that or you know like i don't want to even get into that or i don't want to talk about you know sports too much or whatever and now i'm like nah i'm glad i talked about it and i'm glad that i got my opinion out there like some of the my favorite episodes of our show are things that at the time nobody was saying but we had a platform to say it right you know so like i love like when we did the you don't own lebron james um episode like i was so passionate and upset but Mm -hmm. at the same time i was so glad to be able to say something and while there were plenty of people that were like fuck me and i don't like you and fuck him for leaving cleveland there were a lot of people that were like yes that's exactly how i've been feeling and nobody's giving voice to that right and you'll have those moments too and you know like and youtube i just don't like i said i don't yeah, get the YouTube, youtube world it's a whole so. nother beast yeah 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 you you youtube facebook um comments is like the devil you you know everybody loves you they hate you I, it, it, yeah yeah I, well i don't even understand it because maybe it's not like that when you have your own channel and you've been doing your own thing for a while right maybe you don't get a lot of random comments and stuff okay. but there's a lot of people that might be loyal to the idea of you doing hair and shit but but they don't want to hear the rest of that and and to be honest um one of one of the things that happens with this show with with what me and karen do all the time people transpose their views onto you especially if you're not vocal on those views right so you doing health and beauty blogging that's cool but then when you say black lives matter they're gonna be some people like what yeah nah i I didn't come here for for politics blah 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 and they're gonna be out but you have to weigh did you speaking out about that being true to yourself make you feel you know validated and good about it is that something you're willing to lose that behind people behind because at the end of the day the numbers are the numbers 
but i don't want certain people listening to my shit nope i don't want people to not be challenged i don't want certain points of views to go unchallenged in my space i have to fight vigorously for what i feel is the right thing and that and that and a lot of times people try to make you feel like the bad guy for that but i refuse to be ashamed of that i refuse to be the bad guy i refuse to be belittled for that and i'm sorry like i don't think we have to tolerate people's bigotry i don't think we have to tolerate people's ignorance and when you're giving your opinion on something like say kobe bryant if somebody gets so emotional and like fuck your channel then that was that was that's then that's the decision you have to make do i want to never talk about sports again or do i just have to understand that some people love kobe Bryant enough to not want to see what the fuck i got to say about him right it is what it is man uh all right um let's get into more emails uh adrian writes saying hello rod and karen i can't do a regular donation at this time but i received a very nice birthday gift slash inheritance and wanted to share the love you are one of my favorite podcasts right now i've written in before as you probably recognize from my email address and the walking dead recap emails i'm one of your white listeners and i love that you cover news before your walking dead recaps i listen to as many of your podcasts i can usually while at work i enjoy most of the guests on all of your shows and i appreciate all the hard work you do for tbgwt thank you sincerely yours adrian thank you sweetie uh, thank you adrian and uh we do appreciate the money and uh the, the whether it's birthday gift inheritance you know hopefully nobody too important died didn't hurt your feelings or anything but we appreciate you looking out for us mm-hmm. and um you know we'll be back with some more walking dead uh in like february or whatever right mm-hmm. but at least next year uh with the with the um fit of walking dead and be more you won't have as many gaps Mm, okay because you know it come it's gonna back be in, longer right it come back in february and you normally go to like quote unquote march april mm-hmm. period and then fear the walking dead will probably start in like july oh you know what i'm saying well, so we'll see we'll see yeah we'll They'll see how they the how they uh, space it out but yeah thank you for listening and uh yeah i just i make jokes about that but i i mean i'm sure there are some people that are like these motherfuckers ain't talking about walking dead yet you know but right very angry <laughs> yeah sorry got hear about yeah. this this news all right but this is our show we do what we want to do feedback bk right saying it's been a minute since i've sent in feedback just want to say oh hold on we got a call coming in hold on yo you're on with the blackout tips hello what is something wrong with something wrong with the audio on this joint? yeah something- hello i don't know maybe it's this yeah. person's phone yeah because aaron had to probably had that same problem too hey call back whoever just called yeah if that's uh yeah man either that or they called didn't think we was on yeah yeah they, uh, they called the voicemail was like oh, oh, oh wait a minute yeah um it's been a minute since i've sent in feedback just wanted to say keep up the good work i've been following behind the past few weeks but i try to catch the feedback show as a way to keep up with some of the topics y'all discussed during the week i need to hit y'all up with some updated five-star reviews or itunes and stitcher if they will if they would count toward the rankings i wrote a, they will uh i wrote a couple last year when i found out about the show but if it helps the rankings i'll go ahead and do some new ones well if you already did it from your old account i think stitcher will let you do more than one yeah itunes won't yeah iTunes, you, so have, you to have, have to have a new account right a new email yeah i'm down for seeing some black owned businesses succeed and since i'm not financially in position to go premium right now i try to help by spreading the word i'm grateful for the content and found a few new podcasts through your show a legendary rapper from my borough once said spread love it's the brooklyn way well y'all spread love because it's the black way thank y'all for what y'all do 
p.s i know you have a spinoff covering gaming and comics i wanted to mention a couple guys that might be good guests for game related stuff on the nerd off okay uh the first person is cicero holmes at stubby stan he was a guest on press Row podcast sports game podcast a few weeks back i just found out he has his own podcast and blog spawn on me oh yeah i've, I've listened to that before mm-hmm. uh, i think they've had uh sharif on there before they have uh another sports game in person that you might be interested in is nino samuel and the, the underscore czar he has up sim nation and works for take two entertainment 2k games helping to develop the offensive playbooks for the nba 2k series he was also a guest on the press row podcast pretty interesting story of how he ended up working for 2k games he ended up using post tutorial vids and was a uh he, oh used to post tutorial view, vids and was a poster on the operation sports message board strong knowledge of b-ball as a former player and trainer don't know if there are people that you would be interested in having on but figured i'd share since you're all about collaborating spread love either way i fucks with y'all thanks Thank bk you. and uh we might man might do that i can't say i'm i definitely will try you know my i'll be busy and shit and it might be six months from now but i'm gonna work on it been promising everybody to get up people on we had the ink on that shit been working on for two years right uh becky's in strip club this is from sarah who says hi karen and rod so i tried to email this to you last month but it didn't work but this with the so-called but with the so-called uh with what but with the all canadian shootouts i had to try again okay i drove down to salem uh massachusetts mm-hmm. or maine i don't know for halloween massachusetts for halloween weekend from montreal quebec while having lunch at the hotel restaurant boyfriend and i were chatting with the waitress she asked where we were from i replied canada I had a small chat about the drive how awesome canada and new england are etc a few minutes later she said to us well at least you're not becky's and proceeded laughing at her own joke of course i confuse i'm confused because clearly i'm a white girl and she's a white girl the only reference i have to beggies is you using it uh even wait oh oh you using it in your white girl persona i asked her what does becky mean she says quebec and i told her oh no i'm from quebec she didn't even seem embarrassed but claimed quebecios heritage herself amazing i've never heard of becky use to uh me quebecer um neither has anybody uh else that i've asked have either you heard it used that way it's so obvious now though maybe it's a new england thing yeah i've never heard of that but we don't get a lot of canadians down here Mm -mm. uh and the only time people even say canadian down here is normally to say black people uh it's like a racist term that people use instead of like nigger they'll be like you got two canadians sitting at your table over there <laughs> like what what does that even mean yeah cameron you about to say something i didn't mean cut you off oh no yeah i've never heard it in that way and and it's a possibility because you know across the country it depends on what area of the country you are the slang is interpreted i mean interpreted differently uh most of the time for most people when they say becky is the quote-unquote generic white girl mm you know that's how my interpretation of it because it's just a, a more of a common name mm-hmm. so you go with that becky well that's what i that's what she said too mm-hmm. but yeah i guess some places it means something different 
uh people sure do hate quebec because white people love to argue with other white people over who has the right to this stolen land montreal <laughs> has so many strip clubs walk down walk through downtown every couple buildings is either a strip club or bar or church don't bother going to the really big ones go to the smaller ones my favorite is amazon and ndg i've heard stories of country strip clubs in saskatchewan where the strippers go on stage with magnets and people throw toonies and loonies ones and two dollar coins on stage and they collect them enjoy Becky. oh shit yeah that's uh i guess if you have one or two dollar coins it's not it just sounds cheap but it's not that bad but i just can't imagine throwing some change at somebody oh so you throw it up there and it just sticks to them yeah i guess i mean that's what she said that's neat all right man we'll be back tomorrow uh thank y'all so much i want to do that (laughs) i go to go black and throw loonies and toonies i know i'm tanked that i'm sorry we'll be back tomorrow uh love you guys thank you so much for uh supporting the show um and like i said email us the blackoutist at gmail.com with your mailing address if you like us to mail you you know a free holiday card from mm-hmm. ron and karen so uh until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.